as long as you can hear me. Um, and I said, I'm active listening. My throat is uh, tired. Oh good, oh good. Hey, hello, you're listening to Mentoot, the It's Spoken podcast brought to you by Brahma and John, where we discuss all things faith, friendship, finance, food, and all the other F words. I'm your host, Nems. Joining me today are Sauda and Halima, as per usual. Whoa, whoa. Usual. <laughs> um, Sada says she's doing active listening. Um, so I guess Halima is going to be hosting this episode today. <laughs> Wait, why are you not speaking? Because I'm, I'm ha- active listening all the time, and I remember, guys. Wow. <laughs> I gotta get my percentages down. If you're not speaking, then it's gonna be ninety percent, two percent. Like, <laughs> we can't. <laughs> Obviously, I've come to do a bit of speaking, but like, I'm minding my throat. So, yeah, um, yeah. We kind of spoke about how the week went. Um, my week's been good. I didn't tell you guys how my week went. My week's been good. I've been doing some inner work, inner reflections. Mm. Um, really just trying to work on me, myself, and I, some of like my traits and personalities, you know, them things there. Kinda had this epiphany that um like I think we had a bit of discussion where I was just kind of like you you can't change how people are gonna treat you mm. um you yes. can only set your boundaries oh my god I saw this really good tw- video on Twitter you can only like set your boundaries by expressing your needs and then move from there um so I really started reflecting on what my needs are what do I like what do I want etc mm. etc and then I just mm. kind of figured that a lot of the issues stem from like how I viewed myself subconsciously mm. um so I was saying to my mom, I was just like, and my dad actually, I was like, I think a lot of things have been like, because you don't have strong negative associations with things, you don't necessarily realise that it's taking you in a harmful or potentially harmful direction, right? So it's obviously <coughs> the end of the year and everyone's like reflexive and they're thinking about like, or reflective, they're thinking yeah. about like the year gone by, how things have gone, like what they're going to do for next year and like everyone's in that mood anyways um so I was just thinking about kind of like how one of the major reasons I changed or I actively pursued change this year was because I wanted a different outcome and obviously I didn't get that outcome and it was like I have this mindset that you can only change yourself you can't change like other people so I tried to change myself in order to get this outcome and I didn't get the outcome and then I started thinking about why I thought I needed to change myself to get the outcome when mm-hmm. I could have just like set boundaries and moved on without the outcome and so it came to this point where I was just kind of like I had this negative view of myself subconsciously which made me feel like I was the, the, the problem or I, I was the uh, issue and yeah. so if the issue is me and then the issue gets fixed then the outcome will change but when that didn't happen, it was like, wait, hold on, I'm not the problem. Mm. And not that That's they're true. the problem. It was just yeah. more so that this is the outcome regardless. Mm. And yeah. Yeah. if it's the outcome and I don't want that to be the outcome, then I need to set boundaries or I need to like reevaluate my needs and reevaluate yeah. where I'm coming from. And so we mm. got to this point where I was just like saying to my mom, I was like, a lot of the things has happened because I jokingly, not even seriously, I jokingly as- ascribe negative words to myself. Like when I'm joking around, I'll be like, oh, I'm a bum. I've been a bum today. Oh my God, I'm so lazy. Yeah. Yeah, oh my gosh, yeah. can't bothered. Oh my God. Like I mm-hmm. preempt negativity. So before someone can say something negative about me, 
mm-hmm. I say it first. Like mm. the other day, um, someone said something to me. They just said it as a joke. And I instantly was like, oh my gosh, um, like negative, negative thing. And mm. the, the person was like, I wasn't even thinking that. And I was just like, oh, well, <laughs> that's where my brain took me. Yeah. So it was like, first of all, I'm not a bum. I'm really hardworking. I just don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't work not that I don't work the same way as everybody else, but like what society has deemed as hard working does not fit my mm. now. So I've always felt like I didn't mm. fit. And so therefore, like I was lazy, I was bummed. Because I can spend, you lot know anyways, I can do two all-nighters and then like for the rest of the week, I'm not going to do anything. Because I yeah. just feel like it just doesn't. I need to rest now. So I'll spend four oh. days in bed and two days doing back-to-back work, right? And I feel yeah. like when I look at that objectively, it's like you've not really done anything. You've only worked mm. for two days and you've done absolutely nothing for the remaining week or whatever. So then I feel like, okay, you're a bum. Like I'm in my bummy phase because I just can't bothered. But then mm. I was like looking at some of like the work I was doing, get ready for next year. And I was looking at some of like the work I've done at the beginning of this year. And I was thinking, mm. who the hell wrote this? Like Mims <laughs> didn't write this because... <laughs> wow like look at this work and if that's the work that I turned around in that one day of work that's really Mm. high quality and that warrants me not having to work the remaining four days like why do I have to do high quality work every single day to feel like I'm working basically like I was getting ready for next year and I was like I don't even need to because Nims a few months ago did this already and so like I just need to package this and and resend Mm. the email but we're good like I've done the work in advance and so that really just had me thinking that well the way you work isn't quantifiable in the sense that you can measure it as like you can't measure everybody's output equally yep absolutely everyone does their own thing so I have subconsciously been holding myself to um and this again is subconscious because it's not like I know I'm hardworking. I know I put Mm. in the effort like I know I'm deserving but then Mm. also it's like really and truly secretly like if we're talking about my schedule this year compared to my schedule last year I think I did like one fifth like, let me know laugh I think I probably did equal amount of work but it just doesn't mm-hmm. feel equal amount of work like I said I mm-hmm. look how easily I said one fifth because it's mm-hmm. just like I did the work in a manageable manner and yeah. I did the work when I was ready to do the work so like yesterday I've done an all-nighter and I've done like I created a whole website last night, like mad. I just need to like wow. link it. I didn't even realise that's what I was doing. I finished it today. I did my CV, like my whole CV visual rebrand as well last night. Started getting ready to like go onto LinkedIn. And then I was just like to my mum this morning, I was just like, yo, like I actually do work. It just doesn't mm. feel like that because I'm not doing things I hate or I'm not forcing Ooh. myself to sit at the desk and be like, like there's things I hate that's on my to-do list that I've ignored for two months that I still have to do. Mm. But like when I look at my turnaround, like when I look at like we I have two members of staff on the team, one mm. does like essays and one does like visuals. Mm. I sit down and I can go through like ten of the visual content that the guy has created, the like graphic design stuff, mm. and I won't go through the girls' essays because I can't bother to read it. <laughs> but when I was looking at the amount of time the other day that it takes me to review like one of his pieces of work sometimes especially when he's done it a bit waywardly it's like 40 minutes so I'm like I'm doing 40 minutes of work right now and I've done like six of these today so I've actually done work it just doesn't feel like it because all I've been doing is designing and I find that fun so I Mm. at the back of my mind I've not been counting it as I've been working it sounds like to me in my head I've been playing all year and so that Mm. disconnect is like oh I'm a bum because the moments of times where I've been working are like I associate work with hardship suffering 
difficulty, right? Mm-hmm. And so that disconnect meant that I was going towards a very negative space unconsciously without realizing because mm. I had associations with things. And it's not just work, that's just the easiest example. I had a lot of negative mm. associations with things that I did not realize were negative associations and I weren't seeing the impact they were having on me. And then I wasn't understanding why the outcome wasn't changing. Because I was mm. like, oh, I want to change the outcome. But I'm not realizing that my thinking is absolutely incorrect. Wow. So that's that's why I said I've been in a good, it's been a good week because I've been actively rewiring my brain. Oh, and like going no good week and one of my goals for 2022 um we should all go around and say one of our goals for 2022 even though we don't celebrate the new year but one of my goals for 2022 is to reduce the impact negative emotions have on me in comparison to positive emotions like one little thing happens and i'm pissed off for the whole day mm. but all day i've been living life um <laughs> so happy as Larry yeah happy as Larry and then someone barges me and then that's it my shoulder hurts and now I'm pissed off like so one thing I really want to do is be able to objectively evaluate situations and then go hey this isn't worth this amount of effort that I'm putting in or this amount of emotion Mm -hmm. I'm putting in like this I, I want to be able to take myself out of the emotions at times and just go hmm okay cool that's nice but that's not worth it like you're not worth this right now. I'm going to leave. Um, which I think I've been better at, but not bad. But yeah, that's my goal for next year, inshallah. Over to you, Halima. Yeah, so my goal, um, I would say, and I, funny enough, I've been reflecting on this both today and just over the last like few weeks and in general, is just to be more connected, um, mm. seek more community, expand my network and I do I do not mean that just professionally like I'm so tired of that um as necessary as that is I think mm. I will always be there anyway but I need to be very intentional about expanding my yeah expanding myself my social circle um my interests and just getting to know more people really and truly I feel like um these last few months all these last couple of years really with the pan the panoramic I really got into a bubble and I didn't even realize it was a bubble until it was kind of like I felt stagnant and it's mm. like when you're feeling stagnant you then have to reflect and reevaluate on how you've been moving what you've been doing what has been like what changed or what didn't change what should have changed because I think a big thing is that people including myself don't realize that inaction is also Mm. a choice indecision is a decision so Mm. for you not to do anything is a choice like and i don't want to make that choice anymore yes um and it's like it's it's to the point now i'm just like okay i feel like thankfully i have had some positive um changes that i've made in terms of like um doing personal training um doing like personal study and things that are like they feel like positive movement forwards and in a holistic manner as well so it's not just all getting money or you know just one aspect of myself um Mm. but i just really want to expand it like get to know more people get to widen my social sphere myself my social circle and pre-panoramic i was doing good and Mm. then with the panoramic and like being at home and um being in a family home i'm always around my family so i get very 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 comfortable it's just and you and, I, and 
I took it for granted as well. I didn't realize that, you know, you get so comfortable, you don't feel like you need that push to leave your comfort zone, to do something different, to just be away from, you know, everything and everyone that you know, and just, to, you know, learn new parts of yourself and engage in, you know, new parts of yourself and just grow. Um, so it's all about, it's all about growth. You know, the goal is growth. Um, and I want to do that just through community, getting to know people, expanding as I've said so yeah I think that's a really big one for me that's lovely oh thank um, you <laughs> yeah um so do I I wonder comment on what's been said but mm. I'll answer the question first <laughs> do everything um let's see but I, I really uh, yeah let me think um what do I the, the first thing that when you said what's a goal for next year my goal for next year is to make money very simply <laughs> like that was the first thing that came to my mind mm. obviously I've got like other um goals that yeah like um committing to like all the things that i know i can do i just don't do mm-hmm. on the side maybe making that serious or not maybe inshallah making that serious next year but i think it will amounts to the, the the end goal if i if i do all the things i want to do is that i'll be a richer woman so um <laughs> yeah and i think also um health my health should also inshallah improve next year i think health is wealth mm-hmm. um but yeah, I don't know if I have, I've sat down and said, these are like my new year resolutions as such. I've done my financial plan for next year, which is great. I have... Did you use a template? Sorry no, 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 no. Oh, how did you do it? I was going to be like, I sat down. Oh no, I sat down. I, I just like to, I sit down and I open my notes and okay, this is my income. This, these are like the goals I want for this year. So if I want this amount of money in this pot, or this amount of money for this thing. Um, and I just assign numbers to things and just move the numbers around. It would be, it'll be, I have an Excel spreadsheet I haven't used for for ages. Mm. Um, maybe I'll make one and make it officially so I can track. I think that's another thing that would be useful for next year tracking. It's very easy to set the plan up. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. me. <clears throat> it's very easy to set the plan up, but then to follow it throughout the year is another thing. Yeah, mm. that's why I was like, is there a template? Because I can do all of if, this, but. If mm. I make, if I finish, if I find it and use it and make it to the standard of my plan, then I'll, I'll send it to both, to both of you, inshallah. Mm. But yeah, I think to be financially, I don't think I'm financially bad. I think I'm financially pretty decent. But I think I want to be better next mm. year. Because, you know, if there's room for improvement, why not improve? If you, if you want. Um, and then I think I want to be healthier next year. Like I said, um, go back yeah. to the gym and stay in the gym. Mm. They're really taking money from me every month. <laughs> and... I just feel like if I want to be financially smart, I need to actually use the things that I'm paying for. Um, and that's one thing I've been paying for since they've opened the gyms. I haven't. Got, I went in December sometime, but I only went once. Mm-hmm. So not good enough. So shall I, I, will, um, I will be there. And I think not just physical health. I think we look at health and we automatically go physical health. But, you know, mental health too, spiritual health too, really um, doing the work to... Uh, improve and, and maintain and maintain health in all its realms. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, that's that's the the goal for next year. Like this time next year, I'll be sitting down here, probably maybe, and be like, yeah, like we did that. That's that. Next year sure. is a feeling like mm. you want to be able to. I want to be able to at least be mm. next year and be like, yeah, this is a, this is the difference. Don't get me wrong, there's always a difference, but mm. I, there's a difference between. 
there being this difference because okay, things happen and there being this difference because you push for things to happen, which I tend yeah. to do, but I know yeah. I can push more. Mm. I like to think I can push more anyway. So that's mm. that's also me do push, push, push. And so I want to respond to um both of your points. I think community is really is really beautiful. Um and I think we have seen that maybe hopefully more throughout the pandemic and being removed from it forcibly. And um mm-hmm. yeah, leaning into people I think is great. Um I think it's something that how do I sorry, get my thoughts together? Sorry, all the thoughts are in my head spin, spin, spin. But basically I, I like that. I like I like the concept of like, you know, meeting people and getting to know people and like making yourself feel the power of community. I try to I, I've been trying to do it. So let's see how how I can do it more next year with you know staying safe and mm. the panoramic and, and Marion and mm-hmm. sister and I don't know who else right. who's about. Yeah. And then mm. to your point of um of um self deprecating thinking about not gonna lie, sometimes I've looked at him and been like, but why do you think negatively? Like mm. why have you why have you why have you yeah, like yeah. I, I think you're a cool person. So sometimes when we say stuff, I'm like, but why, why, why? And obviously, you don't want to, one thing about me is that, like, I'm very, I, I like, you know, encouraging people, like, pick people up, but you can't force people to, like, improve or to, to change, like you said. Yeah. So, I was, there's something you said, I'm like, hmm, maybe I wouldn't have thought like that, but to each their own. So it's, it's nice to hear that you've come to, like, a happy conclusion of yourself. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a negative thinker or I'm a pessimist I'm quite optimistic and like that's just so weird it's like it's so fleeing that I'm not I don't like it might you might it might trigger you but it wouldn't trigger me if that makes sense like I would be like oh okay cool I would just I would I wouldn't realize that I've done that and I was talking Mm -hmm. to my dad and I was just like I think for me it started off with fake humility like Mm -hmm. in order to not be arrogant overconfident or like just whatever I would take myself down a peg a little just so mm. that I wouldn't appear what, arrogant not even appear arrogant just be arrogant like just so that I wouldn't mm. affect other people and so I was saying to my dad I was like I think one of the issues one of the places it stems from is being the eldest sibling I've naturally mm. grown up yielding to my younger siblings where it's like, okay, cool, so that deep, I can compromise. And for me, nothing is that deep. Like, I cut mm. people off if I want to cut people off. I let go of things if I don't want to. And if I really want to do it, then I just do it. Like, I don't... Nobody is deep enough for me to be inconvenienced. So... Or nothing is deep enough for me to be inconvenienced. And the fastest way to not be inconvenienced is to just let it go. So mm. I don't fight for things with people like I'm not gonna fight for something with you like it's just why am I gonna do that and so I give a lot of things up and I think what's happened is at some point that's been mixed up with yielding as well like because I have older siblings I give things up like I'm not gonna go to town or go toe-to-toe with someone over something when I could just save my money and go buy my own like that's just always been my mentality and so in order not to inconvenience other people in order not to get into like and it's not um fear of conflict it's just I can't be bothered to get into it with people I let things go a lot and it's just a lot faster to put myself in like the not the back burner but just to like 
take myself down than it is to just take you down because if I take you down then feelings are going to get hurt things get harsh like it gets really heavy for no reason and now I have to like do the work to help you get over whatever trauma you have with me or whatever like so yeah I I think it came from that like trying to keep myself in line trying to restrict myself it came as like a guard of sorts and also trying to be of benefit to other people in the way I know how which is by letting things go and then I just mm-hmm. like to my I realized at some point like no one's it's a thankless job like no one says thank you no one and it's not even like they know like no one realizes and then at some point it just becomes habit and it becomes part and parcel and it's expectation so basic manners people don't seem to have anymore basic being caught like being um courteous people don't do anymore like it just becomes like I was saying to my dad like someone I taught someone something creditless I just saw they were having difficulties so I called them up and I was like yo this is what you need to do right and then one day on Twitter um there was a time when like all the socials crashed right and then this person comes out and they're like um and they're probably gonna know who they are if they're listening to this I doubt it but hey ho they came out and they were tweeting from a standpoint of this is why you need to do this and and I was just like this is what I taught you Mm-hmm. and I don't need you to credit me or I don't need you to say thank you to me or be grateful but it's it was an it's opportunity it wasn't even a turn it was just an opportunity for you to be grateful like wow this yeah. thing that Nima went out of her way to call you and teach you and help you because mm-hmm. I know that in such a situation you need to have the thing and you don't like I saw that you didn't have this and I was like better safe than sorry right mm-hmm. And then you come out and you're like, yeah, this is why I need to do this. And it wasn't, it was probably just like mindless. Like it wasn't even intentional for them not to acknowledge me. But I was on that timeline reading their tweets and thinking, what a moment for you to be like, oh. And the the reason it it struck out to me is because other people do it. Other people say, thank you so much for putting me on X, Y, Z. Because because of you, I've managed to avoid this. So I just felt like... No, it's it's, it's not not something... So too much to ask for, like uh, a cheeky. I learned this from here, or cheeky club. Yeah. Like it's not about it's not about it being oh like you owe me or whatever. It's just yeah. you're you are clearly gaining from this thing as if you gain from yourself. Yeah. I feel like it costs you nothing to be like oh this is you're still gonna get a retweet, you're still gonna get a clout yeah. there. It's gonna cost yeah. you nothing to be like oh I learned this from so and so. It's not even that. Like yeah. for me, it's like. I did something like I t- say to you, Sada, wear your seatbelt when you're driving, right? Yeah. Because I realize you don't wear your seatbelt when you're driving. You get I into do, an accident. Way, you so, do, you do. If the DVLA hear this, I do. You okay. do, like everyone does. But you get into an accident and you're like, this is the importance of wearing your seatbelt when you're driving, right? Mm-hmm. Even if you're not tweeting, even if you're not telling anybody else that this is the important, at that moment, do you not remember the person that 100%. made sure you like? If it wasn't for this person, yo, I'd be in trouble. Like, and so I thought, go on. I'm sorry, sorry to interrupt, but real quick, as you say it in that manner, it just sounds like on the person's side, it's bad etiquette because they may right. not have meant badly by it, but unfortunately, it's that to not acknowledge. It then it's it's a bit distasteful because you are appearing as though you know you've you've you are the one presenting this information to some um everybody yeah um and then you've <laughs> learned it for yourself and i think there is That's... still the element mm. of people not accepting that they still need to learn and that they learn from Ooh. others and that they Ooh. should share that they learn from others mm. um 
and like that's the essence of like I think, growth. Yeah, I, I I think I'm a little different on that with you in that where I agree with what you've said, my thing is more so, like you said, etiquette in that mm. we undermine or underestimate other people's time and value and worth. So for yeah. me in that moment, what was valuable to that person was that they're good. But what yeah. wasn't valuable? It's like if you build a million dollar company, but it's off the back of my investment, mm. do you not say thank you when you like do you know what I mean like for me it's that in that moment of value and worth like it was just a moment where it highlighted to me how little my value was or how little I was worth in that person's eyes because what was more worthy was how that thing made them feel and how mm. impactful that thing was for them but not the person that brought it to them and so mm. that's what started like not that but that's one of the things that and it happens all the time like different people do different things um mm. someone got married one time and literally I was the person that went onto LinkedIn to stalk mm. their groom their their um their husband mm-hmm. dm'd their their husband chatted with them and then was like yo by the way i've only come to talk to you because my friend is too shy right mm-hmm. right and then you two get married and on your wedding day mm-hmm. like fair enough however the relationship between me and you fell apart or whatever on your wedding day you guys are all talking about your love story and not a peep Without- goes nimp to nimp at who literally did the work. And I don't want to sit smelly. there and be like, but if I, because you was never going to, you was yeah. never, that's let's things. not even lie, you were oh, never going to go onto LinkedIn and DM that man. You was yeah. that state. I did nope. that. Yeah, right. That's that's, a, that's, that's like that's credit stinky. where credits due, and you would do credit. But I, like, I, I don't even want the credit. I don't want like it's the, that's the thing I'm trying to clarify. Okay. I'm not I, after I say, credit. I say credit, right? I say credit. Maybe for lack of a better word, acknowledgement. Acknowledgement right. would be better. Just the, even if we take sorry, just that example there. Like, come on. Like, I would be like no, because even if you fell mm. out. Sorry, I cut you off. To cut you off. No, even no, if you fine. fell out in the story, it could be like, oh, I had a friend. Who linked? Who went to LinkedIn? It doesn't have to be. Oh, it was that complete erasure. And I love mm. her, and I'm kissing the floor that she. You don't have to like it's, me. It's, it's literally just a small thing. Oh, my friend did. Do you know what I mean yeah. small things to acknowledge? Like, I know what you mean. It's complete erasure, which is rude. Yeah, like, it's the, it's the, but yeah, it's the constant true. complete erasure that people do. Like, it's this is this is a very big incident, right? Then there's a smaller mm. incidents where you literally go out of your way and you help people, and when mm. it comes to outcome you're gone they don't even remember you helped them and that's what i was saying to my dad i was just like at this point whether you help them whether you're because i thought the issue was i'm not nice enough right and that's what i was saying to my mom about like the words i thought that maybe i didn't do it in a kiki you know best friends Mm. instagram snapchat manner like i thought maybe that's why my value isn't coming through and it's not just with me other listeners may be listening and realize that this happens to them too because i I know and it's one of the things i try to do because when I see something good in someone, like some, I have friends that will message me, I'm home. And I learned that that's a good thing to do. So I picked it up and I started being like, are you home? Is everything mm, good? Mm, I yeah, don't yeah. always do it, but I actively try to pick up good characteristics from people, mm-hmm, right? So, and I learned, mm-hmm. I have a friend that says thank you for like the most mundane things. So I started saying thank you for like the most mundane, because I was just like, oh, mm. thank you for thinking of me. Thank mm. you for um, calling me. Um, during this time like things that mm. i didn't even consider was of any way so when you have people that actually display good character it really shows when other people don't and for yeah. me it's just like 
the number of people that can totally erase your presence in their life because for them your impact was minimal it was what they got out of it not how you helped them and it almost yeah. makes it feel like it's pointless to help people because mm. you will literally put people on and then they will be and it's not even about giving credit or doing other things they just totally d- dismiss and erase and so that time with the girl that tweeted I had to tweet and I was like oh it's a good thing I called you and, and, and helped you out isn't it <laughs> and then she was like oh yeah thank you so much and I was just like I didn't want it sounds petty now yeah. because I've had to but you're you're acting like someone didn't come out of their way to protect you yeah. because they knew if because I was just like yo if this thing ever went you will be in a problematic place yeah. so I called yeah. her and I was like yo you need to like do this you need to do this and you need to do this like it was a good mm. long call that I charged serious money for and I did yeah. it to you for free and then you're like yeah this is the importance of doing this and doing that regardless it's, it's the it's the sorry if you it's the tone in which people yeah. come on for example the timeline or they come and speak as if they like I mean said you learned this from from Adam from no, Adam. like just Mm. From from the air, it was revelation. Like no, and even if it was revelation, surely there's a gratitude in that revelation. That revelation came. Even to revelation, we know have... who the revelation came from. It's never from air. It was exactly. This... Exactly. Angel came and down, we, and we are grateful that Angel Jibril came down. Do you know what I mean? Like there's an acknowledgement there. Do you know what I mean? No one's saying that we have to. Even Hadith, there's work. acknowledgement of who told who that told who that told who, and on what occasion. Not that we're going to go and worship these people now. It's just that mm-hmm. we need to give. Acknowledgement where acknowledgement is true. It's not about paying yeah. get paid or getting this yeah. or getting that. It's just yeah. basic manners, like I basic. Think I think basic manners. I like. don't know if it's the pandemic. I don't know if it's the air, but I feel like etiquette and manners have gone out of the window. Like it's just, mm-hmm. it just seems so natural. Sorry, I'm still baffled. If you got married, you, you forgot me. Sorry, A what? whole speech. <laughs> like I actually sat wow. there listening to this whole speech, and I was just like, Are you not forgetting that it was me? <sighs> that he was talking to and I really had to be like this is my friend like this wasn't just one conversation that you this, were shooting the shots right like really up in there, up in there. The and my friend was doing like, up no oh my gosh oh my gosh and then I'd have to like tell her what the conversation said and da, 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 da. Oh and then when they started God. talking hmm. sh- friendship disappeared because as as with all females as soon as they get a man they disappear you know I'm just being bitter but that aside <laughs> wedding day now I'm sat there as a guest Guess not even bridesmaid, but hey ho, that's another thing because friendship I... disappeared. Sorry. Friendship literally disappeared. Sat there as a yeah. guest, not no honourable mention. And even that guest thing was very somehow because I was just like, should I even bother going? Because someone just stopped messaging me all of a sudden. But side, any whoosies, male thing is people top to bottom for some reason. And though I'm not perfect, I, I, I'm still trying to improve. Mm-hmm. People seem to love erasing whatever impact or whatever th- someone else does like it's, it's so weird for me to sit and be like there's this thing I'm doing and not say who taught me or not mm. say someone else told me this and so I'm really like sometimes you're talking yeah. like even um networking horizontally Issa mm. Rae every time I think networking yeah. horizontally I'll be like oh mm. Issa Rae once said we shouldn't and I really like I don't even I'm, yeah. it's so weird how People love to do that for celebrities and strangers and stuff like that. But to acknowledge mm-hmm. your friends and the impact they had. And that for me was a display of the worth you have. Because the people that genuinely find you worthy and valuable in their They'll life, they showcase that, thinking. right? Yeah. So I was just like, yeah. I got to this place. I was like, I need to stop um, excusing things that is definitely red flags or even amber flags before they're even red. And an mm. amber flag is someone that constantly erases my presence in their life subconsciously or consciously. Like you don't call only when you need something you don't remember me until you need something or until someone else remembers me and 
I'm popping and now all of a sudden you're my friend, which is so mm. weird. Like, it's yeah. also one of the reasons, like, being a creator is so difficult for me because anytime I do something that pops off, people start <laughs> to crawl up out of nowhere. And then I'm like, yeah. how yeah. do I respond to this? Because we're not friends, but you'll be like, oh, my God, sis. Oh, my God, how you been? How's your sis. dad? <laughs> da, 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 I've been meaning. And I'm thinking, just Rude. because you know where I live. Like, what does... <laughs> It makes me so anti to like <laughs> being my it. full best self because I feel like yeah. whenever I show up wholly, like it's like moths to a flame all of a sudden. But when mm. I've been trying to build genuine, sincere, authentic, and then I was just like, maybe I need to accept it and sincere on the route to sincere. And that's what I try to do this year. I try to be like as accepting of all the insincere as possible because I was like, you never know what it's going to lead up to. And the outcome yeah. honestly didn't change. Hmm. Um, so did you inter- sorry, sorry, sorry. No, no, it's just it was it was more of a comment really and <laughs> I don't want it to sound patronizing or like condescending, but bless your heart, no matter because <laughs> you are when I feel better than me in that when you mentioned that whole cut off thing and I was just like, Yeah, I'm I'm the same. Like if I'm if I have been offended or if I'm feeling that the relationship has been one sided for whatever reason, then I can just easily cut it off. But in addition to that, right, because you're now speaking about, you know, if I take the insincere along with the sincere, when I can, when I sniff that insincerity, I'm also gone. Like, I find it oh. very hard, very, I find very hard it so to continue. Hard. Like, the fact that you even tried to do it. That's how you know me. I suffered this year. Like, I <laughs> suffered. Yeah. I was like, <sighs> my, my yeah. the bar was so low this year for me mm. because I just thought maybe I don't have amples and amples of friends because I've made it extremely difficult for people not that I want amples and amples of friends but you know yeah. that like maybe I've given them so much hoops to jump through that's actually impossible yeah. so what if I just get rid of all the hoops and I'm like come as you are like let me love you as you are because you know what would Muhammad do and you guys didn't even like you didn't even so yeah. I just thought like I have friends that I can call them five times in a row and feel no way about it. Because mm-hmm. I know in this person's heart, they, like, I literally, they will think of me. They will send something and be like, I was thinking of you. This thing mm-hmm. reminded me of you. So even though they've not called me once mm-hmm. in months, because of those little texts here and there and messages here and there, I'm like, cool, I'm in this person's mind, right? Yeah. And then literally they will also be like, I owe you a phone call. I know I haven't called you. And I know that I'm in that person's mind. I have friends that I will call them five times. I shouldn't even use the word friends anymore. I will call them, call them, Mm. call them. Each time I call them on the phone, oh my God, I've been meaning, yeah, shut up. I'm just like, you don't need to give me those false niceties. Just whatever. I'm just doing what I'm doing. At Mm. no point ever do I get a single message that I don't get a message. I don't get a text. I don't even get a like from them first. But they'll be like, oh my gosh, you're such a close friend. Like, and I'm just like, what is the, you know, and I will show up. I didn't ask you to say all of these things. I didn't even ask you to do up exchange. Like, I'm calling you because I'm doing up, this is the year of put out good energy with nothing in return. Just give, 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 give. And we're going to keep on giving because Allah gives back. Like, so purely, Mm. I don't need you to do nothing, right? Allah gives back. And then, at the end of the year, I was just like, do you know what? Allah will give whether I give because Allah is, has unlimited to give. So I don't even need to give. If I get the urge to give, let me give to charity. I'm not giving to you. Like, let me give to someone that genuinely needs my giving because yeah. you're a wall, babe. 
your rock wall, like your rock solid wall. There's nothing I can do that's going. I can't force my level of etiquette and yeah. do you know what I mean? Or like, yeah. I can't force that down nice your throat, right? Yeah. Right. But then you'll have the same because we all have Twitter, and that's why I had to delete Twitter because you then have the same people up on Twitter doing up. Oh my gosh, babe, was thinking of you. Da, 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 friend. And I'm like, I don't know how the relationship goes on Twitter, but I just feel like we all know what the right thing to do is and we can see mm. it. So I'm seeing you display this is the right thing to do. This is mm. how we acknowledge people. This is how, again, when people go viral, all of a sudden we're all here like moths to a flame, doing up, mm. love you, babe. Oh my gosh, mm. doing up friendship competition. I've known you mm. the longest, whatever people are doing up behind people's replies. And for me, yeah. it's just so inauthentic because... You try to respond to that energy in real life and you get cold air. So you're just like, yeah. which one's, which? who's the real you? Which yeah. one's true or not? And either way, like I said, the outcome doesn't change. People don't treat you any better or any worse. Yeah. You just, you lose yourself. So I thought, mm, mm. Banola use lot, I'm going to operate, like Sauda said, at my highest frequency. I'm going to be 100% authentic I'm going to stop yielding I'm going to stop putting myself on the back burner because even like stuff where people be like oh, um opportunities like I have friends that will put me on for opportunities and I have other friends in the same replies that tag everyone else but me and I'm like right like I will see on for real because I'm just like did you just not think of me and then I'll have friends that will be tweeting stuff like oh my gosh I say the word friends really loosely, but they'll be yeah. tweeting stuff like, oh my gosh, the amount of people that have really like shown up for me this month, just checking in on me. And they'll list all these names, but I've been on your phone day in, day out, making sure that you're good, making sure, because I know you're having a hard time, but finally yeah. when it's Twitter, because for Twitter, for some reason, it's like you want to perform. Yeah, and it's you, a real performative space. It truly is. It's, it's, true, it's true. really difficult to navigate mm-hmm. and it's just like not even to get into like the cattiness of friendship or whatnot but for me mm. my bar was really in hell this year like it was just absolute trash and because mm. we were in a pandemic and I didn't like I could just turn my phone off and I'm really good at yeah. that I felt like I could um I was more patient I had more sabu like I could just ignore mm. it and just be like oh, whatever tomorrow deal with it yeah but going forward I can't but okay, what is sabr? Our oh, sabr is I hate sabr. Man, we've had this conversation bears like <laughs> for being honest, sabr is suffering. That's what sabr no. is because mm. if sabr no. was nice, I wouldn't yeah. be suffering. But no, because no. I feel like everybody has this mentality. I don't know. I'm no. I'm no scholar. Like, don't verify what I say, everybody. Mm. But I think we have this idea that to be patient and to have sabr is to to suffer in the face of things. When in actuality, as Muslims look um, somewhere in the Quran, Allah says, um, "Look at the for, if, to look at the example of Dawood for patience." So then you go and read the story of Dawood, and his he asks, "He's the wise, oh Allah, pour upon me patience so that I can blah blah blah." I can't remember it. Sorry, um, but essentially, if you look at the context of the story, it was that he was probably come to do talking. I said actively, <clears throat> he was gonna fight Goliath, right? Mm-hmm. Mm. And his army kind of, if I remember the story correctly, his army kind of left him. A lot of his army left him. So he has like a very small amount of army left. So he's, and he has something to do. And it's a bit like, hmm, I don't really want to do this. But he knows that he should. So he asked Allah to fulfill him, to pour, in, pour upon him patience, being that he maintains the standard or the the mm. grit to go forth and still do what he needs to do, mm. as opposed to just doing something for the sake of doing it. And I feel like, 
we have an understanding of patience where it's where it's like I'm gonna just forbear something as opposed to I'm going to for, to maintain a standard. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Suffering is about maintaining a standard as opposed to suffering is about maintaining a standard as opposed to suffering just for the sake of suffering. And I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of us have this idea that to be patient is to suffer. Suffer when mm-hmm. actually to be patient is to stay on level. Does that yeah. make sense? That does make sense. And so good, I so yeah. go on. So sorry, it just pops in my head. A good analogy of that is with regards to marriage, right? Seeking marriage. Um, sisters will start dropping their standards mm. and really? end up in so <laughs> sorry no continue tell us, tell us more <laughs> tell us more <laughs> <laughs> but essentially Sabra in this regard is that I'm of course we're real sorry stay hydrated stay I'm sorry, but I came to that to be sleeping. Now, coffee. Sorry, continue, continue, continue. <laughs> but yeah, so with regards to Sabo not being about suffering, the, ana- the analogy or the example that comes to mind is when sisters are seeking marriage, mm. many sisters will drop their standards because they think that they've been too patient or they, or it, it's, it's too hard, essentially, as mm. opposed to let me maintain the standards that I have because it's God's timing and not mine, because Allah is mm. able to do all things, right? And I feel like that's the part of Sabra that many, including myself, that we need to work on. Yeah. And, and I'm speaking of that, like, I've given that example <laughs> for that specific situation, but yeah, like, I feel like essentially it, it really is about you maintain a standard. So, like, Jazaka, there for sharing that. So yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So, I told the story a bit hicky hacker, but like, it's all there. Go yeah, no, I want to clarify when I say Sabra is suffering because, like, we've we've had this discussion on the podcast before. Like, Sabra is suffering being in that I just don't like not having my way. Mm. And oh. so, I'm like, but it's not a, it's not a, when I speak on myself, like, this, I have to. Hmm, I, I, I'm trying to explain this in a manner that hopefully will make sense. And if not, like, Allah knows my intention, isn't it? But when I speak with myself, there mm-hmm. is a separation from myself in relation to, like, Dean and then myself, the human. So, like, when I'm speaking about, like, myself, the human, and I'm, like, really and truly, if we're talking about Nims, the human, Nims, the human wants to be in Jannah. Like, I really can't mm-hmm. be doing all of this. I just want to be laying up with some pretty men, drinking some wine, drink, like, smelling up musk, on like flower bed of roses in Jannah. Like it just sounds beautiful. So Sabra for me, like anything that's endurance for me in this life is just going to be suffering because this life is not, it's already not cracked up all it's cracked up to be. Right. So there's the humanity element. But when I think about like Sabra truly, truly, and I still hate Sabra truly, truly, because it's it's a very difficult thing to be patient upon something because it means, Sabra means like, 100% 100% reliance it means pure tawakkul for me and like where I'm good with tawakkul these days like I'm really just giving up everything to God because God's shown me over and over again that I, I, I ain't shit like I can't do nothing by myself so where I'm good with tawakkul like sabra for me is like where it's like the examination to see if you've passed the module called tawakkul like it's like okay yeah. cool you've done the module now it's the mm. exam time can mm. you really hack it yeah like uh, or you're gonna redo the year and we all know how much like i hate exams and stuff so when i say suffer suffering that's what i mean like it's difficult it's not easy yeah. it's not sometimes you can be 
you you can be enduring something and you'll have good days and it will mm-hmm. be you know there'll be something it's else that comes along thing. but mm-hmm. it's still a difficult thing to continuously mm-hmm. endure it's like to, to, to wait <laughs> right like you get yeah. tired and and that's really where the test in it is right yeah. so that's that with Sabra. but in reality i think my thing as well is that especially this year i think mm. i did a lot of tawakko and very little tying my camel like it was very much mm. i'm just gonna give it up to god because of how exhausted i was and so mm. i just wasn't putting in the effort anymore so then it's like is this really are we really tawakko and one thing i thought about i was gonna tweet about the Twitter, was um, my my theme one of my themes for next year is no one of my dua that I was going to make or that, I, that I'm making is that for Allah to give me three D's, which was drive, discipline and determination, because mm-hmm. I just need I need Allah mm-hmm. to just insert the right characteristics into me because this personality is not doing it. But when it comes to being patient, I'm not even going to be like, yeah, it's an easy thing or even maintaining. Mm-hmm. It's like squats. Can you maintain yeah. that form long enough? No, it mm-hmm. hurts. It's suffering. You, you know what I mean? Like it's difficult. Yeah, that is suffering in that sense. 100%. Yeah. It's, it's 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 difficult. And anything you truly want and you have to be patient for, it, you, you have to firm it. You it's have about to ask. Mm. Yeah, ask. So let me get. I've got the door just so that the Go listeners, because I'm conscious that people listen to this conversation. Um, in English, <laughs> our Lord pour upon us patience and plant firmly our feet and give us victory over the disbelieving people. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, in that scenario, he's he's his his, his legs are shaking. It's like hmm, this is looking looking a bit peak. So hmm. the patience is about being planted firm in what you know you need to do, so that you can do it. So in his cases, obviously a victory over Jalut and Co. But hmm. in our cases, um, it could be many things. Yeah, plant firmly people, is powerful. Yeah, because I think a lot. It, that's why I don't know if I'm articulating this well, but like it's about firming things. Firming things mm-hmm. that you know is worth it. Like you, some mm-hmm. like when you're in a, in in any kind of difficulty, the easy thing to do is to to give up or to like, you know, to to, to just just walk away, right? Mm-hmm. His feet could have walked away and turned around and sat down and had a JJ life, but like mm-hmm. he needed the strength of Allah to plant him firmly in what he needed to do, mm-hmm. um, and then he did, and then he was victorious. So I think. Um, I was just going to say taking away from that as well I think when you think about plant firmly it's also about like the thing of patience and time is that things change over time Mm -hmm. when you are waiting for something you start to think you know what I don't even need it that bad you know what Mm -hmm. maybe not and so you start to waver you start yes. to shimmy, shimmy shake, in and out. You're like, it's not even. It's not that deep. Mm, maybe mm-hmm. next time. Mm, mm-hmm. You know what? And then that's it. You start to sacrifice. You start to compromise. You start mm-hmm. to backtrack. And I think again, if we go back to Tawakko, and that's something I've been really pondering on, and I'm, it's it's an incomplete ponder at the moment. Mm-hmm. I've I've not come to an outcome, but I think something I've really come to to realize is that is that true Tawakko when you backtrack when you decide to give up, when you let go of things, because the reality of it is harder than you expected. So now that you're doing up suburb, but you're not firm in that suburb and you're patiently waiting for things, but if it happens passively, then it happens and you're grateful and you're happy, but you can't actively wait. You will find something else to do. You will let go. You will move on. And I think that's the thing you're speaking about with Halima and um, sisters. Like we start off strong and then we start to waver 
we start to mm. consider other options mm. we start to think maybe this is the this. guy for us maybe and then you start doing this tahara 10 times till it works because you're like maybe this time like you start to shimmy and yeah is that shimmy true to what call like are we really trusting in allah and his outcome exactly. for us now or are we saying yo next time <laughs> exactly exactly mm. that exactly that um yeah. but yeah also some, something else has been said i can't remember it's so someone else can take the floor um yeah i got a super like example of that with regards to like trying to eat healthier um so i don't know if i've mentioned on the podcast but i think i did say i wanted to like you know start exercising and stuff so i could get a personal trainer um and so i didn't know what that entailed in all honesty i thought it was just like i go gym i come out of the gym mm. um but <laughs> what also was included in that was also me having to count calories of what i eat in a day oh, um, checking how many steps i take mm. every day and mm-hmm. that one has been ironically that's been my weakness not like the weight machines and gym but am i taking the um is it 7500 that i was set as a target and i'm like oh it's not the like bang it out like three times in a week because she even said that like my personal trainer she said that to me mm. she's like some people feel they can you know come to the gym to a super intense workout and go home and have like massive breakfast and like pancakes and syrup and i started laughing and i'm now in like my fourth week and i'm just mm. like mm, maybe i can just like go over the calories today maybe i didn't really yeah. take the steps i needed to take i've, I've started to feel like the um the back's comp- comp- yeah started the so compromise feet, and started the yeah you're not yeah. firm and you know when you start anything you're strong you're motivated you're like let's go like beast mode and i was all in and i still am to be fair but now i'm experiencing you know like when i'm not feeling too good and i'm just like you know like Maybe I should just like not bother kind of thing. But then she checks in. And so she, I told her I'm not feeling too good. And she's like, okay, let's lower the steps to 4,000. And I'm like, okay, so that's not the 7,500, but it's also mm. not absolutely nothing. Like I exactly. <laughs> well. haven't completely let go. I haven't completely let go. So I think a reminder to like ourselves and to the listeners as well is that you can adjust like there's nothing yeah. adjusting 100%. and like 100%. adapting but like you have to keep the end goal in mind so it's, it's not about like completely you can't just give letting up. go and giving up yeah exactly mm-hmm. yeah you just can't it's a journey yeah. yeah yeah and i think also to 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 extend that it's where the the adjustment comes from so mm-hmm. okay to mm-hmm. use your marriage and um example or analogy whatever mm-hmm. the adjustment for let's say sisters reducing their standards doesn't come from a positive place it comes from a fear yeah. it comes yeah. from shaming it comes from a yeah. lack, lack of trusting what Allah can do for you it comes from yeah. all these bad places mm-hmm. whereas okay to use, for you to adjust your your step goal yeah okay maybe you're slipping but you realize that you said okay because I still want to do well I'm going to do as much as I can I'm going to get the people that need to help me to help me and it came from mm-hmm. a more positive place so yeah. I think there's some people I feel like especially me I don't go to it, but people might see me as like maybe stubborn or like whatever for the sake of it and if it's not mm-hmm. about being stubborn for the sake of it it's about knowing when you should change and obviously change is mm-hmm. part of life like sometimes mm-hmm. you need to like you know shift the standard a little bit or change it mm-hmm. a little bit 
but it's mm-hmm. where it comes from that is the determined mm-hmm. you know, that's the word yeah. <laughs> where it comes from determines mm-hmm. I think that was a word <laughs> determining factor yeah. of like whether this is a good thing mm-hmm. or not. yeah and that's yeah. each of their own. Like, is it is this for your betterment? Is this mm. for your development? Are you doing this because this thing is good for you, or yeah. are you doing this because you're you've given up and you know mm. whatever? Yeah, yeah, like you're letting go. Mm. Um, and I feel like we all just need to be firm. I feel I think a lot of I think a lot has been slipping into the the dean mm. in general in the, in the last few years. There's things like. Did we even talk about the Christmas Muslims? Like, it's my mum oh, sent me this yeah. nasheed, and it was just like, um, was it meant to be like jingle bells or? Wait, hold on. Oh, right. No, hold on. Let me find the nasheed <laughs> for you. For real, let me find the nasheed for you. Hold on a second, because so I have it. Pro- we've progressed past um, Muslims yeah. wishing Muslims happy Christmas. Yes. Can you hear that? It's called. Yeah, I hear the jingle bells. It's deck the oh. halls. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think I said this a couple of years ago, last year before. Like, I think the sad thing is, like, do we need this? No, I'm going to no, forward it to you. Nah, man said, Layla. Oh, wow. It's a no, search the sky stop. for light and glory. Layla, hello. I can't even say Layla, Layla, No, no, no. <laughs> you know what, yeah? Like, why do we, why, why do we, why do Muslims just celebrate Christmas? Why? Because when we when we try and answer that question, we find nothing. We'll be okay again. But I think we've forgotten that we've forgotten to ask ourselves fundamental questions, and now we're doing jingle. Is this one day? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, wow. It's and I, I I'm I'm very confused, for lack of a better word, as to like I get the desire when you were children to participate yeah. in the festivities. Yeah. But we are adults now. Why yeah. are we still trying to engage in... You know what? It's not any different, I feel like. I think that to be nice or not nice, I don't know how it's going to come out of my mouth, but um, some people have this desire to be everything like that's outside of them. Like some people are seeking things that are over there and they're not satisfied mm. with what is here, right? Mm. So whether that be themselves or their religion or whatever, they're not satisfied and you have this insecurity. And mm. I think as an adult, the only difference is you have maybe more autonomy to actualize it than maybe mm. if you were a child. I feel like even ch- children, as much as they're always, I want to do this because another kid is doing it, there's a sense of like self that they have that a lot of adults lose when they get yeah. older, I think. So I don't think, personally, I don't think there's much of a difference between the kid that wants to celebrate Christmas and the adult. It's just that the adult can do it and maybe the kid doesn't do it because their parents say no. Mm. Kind of thing. But bottom line, it's, the, it's this insecurity and this desire, this thing of like you don't have enough contentment here in your own mm. that you have to go somewhere else. Because honestly, what what is so what is so great about Christmas that we need to Christmas aside, like not, not even Christmas aside, like what is this need that we have that we just like? I think there's a term for it in Yoruba, but I just can't remember. But it's this behavior where you're always looking at something someone else has That's had, like exactly. is it or mm. Like you're always just yes focused yeah, yeah. on other Why? people like can't they just enjoy their event like yeah. have a good time have a great time that's your time enjoy yeah. and, and like, you have your own times as well like literally yeah where's where's the energy to jump into diwali or holly you know with the colors chinese new year 
Fam, Chinese New Year with the dragons and everything, and there's even a lunar calendar, so it's really baby the closer. Do you know what I mean? We could really slide and do a cross festivity, like, but it's just, and we can't even be like it's a marketing at this point. It's really like I get the Christmas movies are cheesy and fun, but it's entertaining. I can enjoy it. I don't watch like Harry Potter and then be like, I'm gonna be. You know, mouth boy or wizard or whatever. Like yeah. half of that, I, I, I can remove myself. So why is it Christmas is the one thing that we're like? Okay. Yeah, remove yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You like, and it's just yeah. food and a tree. Like it's not even. There's no is party. It it's not. No. It's, it's not, even cold self. So, yeah, there's no rockets. Mm. Like I, we're not, we're not all on Rudolph. Like I, I don't know what it is. It's literally community, and that can be created any yeah. time of the year, regardless of Christmas. Like, I can gather my friends and family, whatever. I, I just, I don't get it much, but like, it's So, every Christmas, I just get confused um, by the and whole thing. Just doing more and more and more. It's like you're competing to yeah. be involved in something that you don't need to be involved in. Yeah, like, like I saw friend, Friendsgiving um, for Thanksgiving, mm. and mm. I was just like, like first of all, I I appreciate the concept, but mm-hmm. isn't Thanksgiving like even America? Aren't some Americans not even trying to celebrate Thanksgiving because like you murdered a whole group of people? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's gen- genocide. Like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so like Thanksgiving is already like eyebrow raising, but we're gonna celebrate and do Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving, and all of these things. Like the only one that's attractive to me is Valentine's Day because I just feel like that's such a moment Lance. right like someone mm-hmm. it's a moment Lance. for someone to spend money on me and be like you're the apple of my eye and i'm like yeah so that's the only one that would be like but even then it's not do or die no true and you can replicate that like you said um, yeah. you can replicate that elsewhere like other times of the year without mm-hmm. the buzz and the hype of it maybe even make it a bit more sincere kind of thing like yeah. why is this the commercialized is it commercialization? I don't know the words. Why is it yeah, yes, like everything yeah. that's out there is something you have to now jump and do? Like yeah. have be be yourself. Like mm. and maybe this is what people are. I, mean, I don't know each their own. Like maybe this is who they are. I just like the, the Christmas Muslim thing, I don't know. I I don't get yeah. it. It's not even that okay, you have a, like a dual faith family. Them ones yeah. each to their own. It's you have no association <laughs> with this. This isn't from your background, this isn't from your upbringing, and you've just Nothing. been watching this thing that someone else has done and decided that. I don't know. That's a, just a and real I, haunting song. I'm sorry, I just had to. Yeah. It's, so it's real haunting. Like, what? Yeah, I heard that like a year or two ago. I'm like, but we, it's been like, on that long. Yeah, wow. I it, it wasn't this year I heard it, it was at least last I've year. heard another version. So when I got sent it, I was like, I've seen this thing another. before. I, wow, I believe there's like another version but um that aside I think it really just brings me back to like the TikTok video I saw which was the woman talking about like boundaries and needs and she was just like if you're an empath you're most likely a people pleaser and if you're a people pleaser you're most likely a perfectionist why did I memorize this and oh my gosh <laughs> I think I saw this I think I saw yeah, this if, she was if like, you're this you're like, if you're a perfectionist you're most mm. likely a um procrastinator and if you're a procrastinator mm-hmm. you're most likely something else and mm. or procrastinate could be the last one and if you're listening to this and thinking how the hell how does she know all of this it's because you became an empath because you decided no because you tried to assert your needs and your needs wasn't taken seriously so you decided that the easiest thing to do 
would be to focus on other people and what you can do for that. And that really sounded like me this year because I was just like, oh, I really try to focus on other people, like not prior, but I really try to focus on other people and be like, let me help them and let me serve them and let me, because your needs weren't getting met. And I didn't, like I said, I didn't make that connection. And if, if all of that has happened um, and you, if you're trying to break from this, it's because you need to set boundaries. And if you're trying to set boundaries, the easiest way to set boundaries is to think about what your needs are because boundaries are when you enforce your needs. And I was just like, mm-hmm. ah, whoa. <laughs> Women came to speak, but it's just so true because it's like, I really did not enforce my needs. And every other year prior to this, mm-hmm. not even this year, let me say this two years from the pandemic, I've enforced my needs to the point that people have called me cold. They've called me callous. They've called me it all sorts. Right. And I've I never wouldn't. cared because I was just like, whatever. So, mm-hmm. Sometimes it's more, it's more you, it's more, like, the way you see me isn't 100% my responsibility. That's a reflection yes, of, some, yeah. It's a reflection of you. Like, sometimes people will say, will say stuff, I'm just like, but, bro, like, this actually came from nowhere. This came mm. from air. I don't even know what atmosphere, like, do you know what I mean? So you have to, re- you have to, stop, you have to draw a line and be like, okay, as much as I feel this, and maybe this is hurtful or whatnot, this, this ends here. So I was going to ask actually earlier, do you feel like you internalize all this behavior and, and allowed it to be a reflection of you as a person? I think it's very easy to put yourself on the back burner and then see yourself less than, do you know what I mean? No, I think what's happened is, especially with my ADHD diagnosis, it's like I've really come to an understanding of one of the things with ADHD is this need to be understood. So it wasn't necessarily internalizing. It was more so because I remember something happened at your birthday, actually. Um, and it, it was one of the like when things drop into place. Like this ADHD things really come and just save my life because I'm just like, cool. This is the way the brain is operating beyond. This isn't irrational. I'm not doing this because I'm sensitive or irrational or crazy. Like mm-hmm. this is just how like mm-hmm. this is how my brain works. And it's just like a light in the in the tunnel. But I remember mm. something happened where like I had a bag and I put something in my bag or whatever. And I think I had like half eaten chips in the bag, but it was just like a general, um, regular paper bag. And I was just like, oh, has anyone seen? And I said it in a regular tone as far as I'm concerned. I was like, oh, did anyone move the paper bag? Because I put it somewhere. And mm. someone was like, oh yeah, we've moved it over there. And then someone else, I'm not going to name them, was like, oh, Nimat was ready to jump down someone's throat. And I was just like, no, I wasn't. I was just like, is that how I sounded? Because no, I really wasn't. I just felt that I had eaten half eaten chips and there's other bags of chips in it. So I didn't want someone to start eating in this Corona from the chips I've eaten from. Like I was doing it kind of a from a place place of concern of other people kind of thing right like i was just like let's not mix up these chips like i don't mind getting a fresh pack of chips (laughs) i'm not fast or not even getting chips it's just chips at the end of the day kind of thing like i'm just half eating chips i was just like no and i was literally like no because there's half eating chips in there and i didn't want someone else to get half eating chips um but that reaction and the fact that i instantly tried to validate myself i later thought about it and i was just like i have a need to explain myself consistently, which mm. is where not necessarily internalizing happens, but a fixation on things happen because it's like, if I don't feel like I've been given the opportunity to explain myself, or if I feel like someone else has misunderstood me, it bugs me. And mm. that's and then that came out to be um, a trait of it from the ADHD, like my brain. Isn't that, mm? doesn't everybody like to be under, like understood 
in and nobody really likes to be misunderstood i don't know if it's an everybody thing but i just know that with the way it's a by force thing and, for me like it and I feel like, bugs me don't get me wrong i'm not dismissing like whatever but i'm just saying like i would have been like no nah, but i just want my chips bro like <laughs> concrete i guess well, I, have, I have every reason to like defend myself because i think that is not to say it's an attack but no, Sorry, definitely, gonna... I definitely marked that person as mm, we're never going to be cool in my head because I just thought that projection, I definitely marked as projection because yeah, another, I've been given, the, yeah. yeah, like yeah. I've definitely yeah. been given the tools to recognise, like, alhamdulillah, I've come a long way. I can recognise when someone is projecting and when someone mm. is coming from a not so positive standpoint. And a lot of the time, mm. sometimes is that you feel like because there's a lot of communication that's unsaid, sometimes mm. because, and this is where like being an empath is like such a thing because for me growing up I've always felt like I was really sensitive to people's feelings anyways and my mom would be like you're not an empath and I'd be like no 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 I am one but because I know the impact of being sensitive to other people's feelings I intentionally don't acknowledge it so a lot mm. of people just think I'm cold but it's just I have to be cold to protect myself like I can't if you start crying I start crying like immediately there's I don't mm. even know why you're crying I walk into the room you're crying I cry I'm watching a movie, it gets a bit of I'm like, oh my God, sadness. <laughs> like, I don't even wait for anything that's about to happen. I just start like, fam, this little boy fell over, got hurt in the film I was watching. I was crying. I was like, oh my God, babe. Like, yeah. so for me, I'm like really careful about protecting myself because I just know these emotions yes, should be. get seeped okay. in, right? Yeah. And I used to feel hella sensitive because I'd feel like this was in my head this unsaid situation where I'm like, is it me or is this behavior crazy? Like I walk into a room and same same similar event, I walked into the room and this person was looking at me consistently. And I was just like, the, the energy which they're looking at me does not feel 100% positive. It feels mm. like there's something mixed in, but you can't put words on it because nothing's been but said. But not, not all communication, majority of communication is not spoken. It's non-verbal, yeah. yeah. It's non-verbal, yeah. so like, but it makes yeah, it hard it makes, to validate some of your actions because, because no one else sees it. And no one else mm. will feel it as well. Right. And it's like... So it makes you feel crazy. Law, it yeah. will be like, oh, but what's she saying? And it's like, but she didn't say anything. But it was like, oh, but it's in your head. Oh, is it because yeah. you're projecting? It's because... Yeah. No, no, no. They're I can quick read to point the foot. I can read the room. Okay, darling. So for a long All time, right. which is why the, the outcome for me ended up being, let me just back off. Because mm. I can't. We can't get. It. I'm not. I'm not going to dignify this with a response. I'm not going to get the back and forth. I'm not going to walk into the room and be like, "Why are you looking at me like that?" I will. I just got to jump in super quick there to defend my fellow ladies that have a mean-looking face when their face rests <laughs> when they're not smiling. <laughs> so I realise, right? Um, even at my um, birthday, taking photos and a friend's taking photos, and he's like, um, he mentions to me, he's like, "Oh, that face that you didn't realise that you." You look down on people. <laughs> yeah, like I look like I'm looking down on something. Very it was like a brief second, right? Mm-mm. But I've been told that before, like okay. at different times by different people and feeling like my sister and stuff. And I'm always like, but it's just my face. Like I'm not aware I'm making a face. So that's me defending people who seem to have a face um, when they're just kind of, you know. It's just their face. Just, like, it's just their face when they're resting. Not to I talk think- of those that in addition to that, we'll then have, like, you know, like negative body language and, you know, vibes on top of that. Mm, I'm just talking mm, specifically of... The face. The face. Like, some of... You know, I have to just No, like, there's, there's, there's resting face, but then I feel like... Like, let me give you an example of this thing, right? So I walked into the mm. room and I made eye contact with this person and they stared. Yeah. And then it was, like, a delay. Hi! 
and then the high oh. was just like so it felt mm. to me it was just like uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, the vibes on vibes. The vibe, like yeah. it was like maybe I don't know how. And then in your head, you're like, okay, cool. I, Nothing's happened, but of, like, but no, no, no. Yeah. You've caught that wind. That wind is there. Yeah, you're like, and yeah, I think yeah. nothing's happened. But then, okay, cool. And then normally for me, like those type of people, mm. they can't hold. They can't hold it back. Anyways, a snide comment mm. happens. A shady comment happens. A banter at your expense happens so they normally validate that like i've experienced that they normally validate whatever that smelly was with something and that for me it corresponds and then i'm like "Mm, yeah the air was off when i walked into the room anyways i'm cool and then they'll be like oh but i'm joking oh but you can't take a joke oh but no i can't take a joke bish like i can't Mm. no it, yeah mm-hmm. i'm very like no but i i've got a great sense of humor but i don't disrespect is not the one like it's mm-hmm. not the one like there's a line and, it, and again it goes back to like having boundaries of this is this is it like this is who i am if if you want to make such jokes over there with other people feel free mm-hmm. when you enter this space this relationship this is the standard that we're going to maintain like these are things that i will tolerate these things i want to tolerate so right. if you don't like that you can mm-hmm. definitely the door is there Right. Like, this is it for a long time for me my boundary was I'm just not going to engage with you full stop period and my friends would be like you can't have that as your boundary because that's not how an adult functions you can't Um, just decide like you've witnessed it Sada where I'll just be like everyone at that table over there I can't see them that's the end (laughs) and so my friends would just be like you can't do that and I'm like "Mm, but I just don't see why like no and so this thing has been like me trying to figure out so, like social niceties like how to do mm. things and learning because i have other friends that display such pure characteristics i'm like wow i really want to learn from you and so like mm. learning and i think in this process i let too much in and then i turn around and i was like yeah no this this isn't working so mm. i'm a lot for growth because i'm not mad at anything but i do feel like like with that energy of someone that looks at you gives you that kind of whiff and then says like a delayed hello and it just sounds so fake how do you treat them going forward do you then sit down and continue to do small talk with them or do you ignore them what do you do in that situation are you putting the question out there yeah yeah yeah, that's my question okay so in my case if i'm forced to interact in terms of you know like if someone's okay you're not forced to interact by the way this is not it's not just used to in the room But okay. it's, it's a group. There's a group of people yeah. in this room. You two mm-hmm. are. See, there's a proximity. That, there's like, a proximity. Cross, uh, there's like social niceties. Like, what do you do? This is my just question. Like, there's a group. Let's say it's a birthday dinner or whatever. Or yeah. an outing. This it's a group friendship, a group circle, and someone's giving mm-hmm. you a whiff. They've not done mm-hmm. anything because what can they do? If they yeah. slapped you, then the whole thing falls apart. So it's not like they've slapped you. <laughs> they've not done <laughs> anything, but the air is giving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, it's a bit stale cheese. Um, mm. I've actually, you actually <laughs> pulled back. You pulled me back to memory lane because I actually <laughs> did experience that. Everyone's been in a stale cheese scenario before. You're just like, yeah. do I tell everyone it stinks or um, <laughs> do we all just pretend? Because other people pretend too, and I've noticed that other yeah. people pretend they're not seeing it either. And so you're just like, yeah. do I cancel all of you because mm. we're all <laughs> pretending? And so if you're not showing up for me, then do mm. I really need to be here or mm. like? For the, it's always that for the good of the event crap. Like, what do what do we do? What do we no, do? I feel bad now because obviously hmm. I I gathered into this place. No, I'm not speaking about I'm you. Sorry. Oh no, this is a like, hypothetical situation. This isn't talking about you. No, follow based on what you said before. I feel a bit sad. I'm sorry. Oh why? I want my friends to be friends because like 
part of what I did was a social experiment. I wanted all my friends to like. Oh, I do that all the time. No, that was just that was very minor. an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, was a, yeah, yeah. That was, but still, like, I still. Oh no, I that was nipped in the bud, and no, 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 that was very minor. That wasn't. Perfect. It was just that one comment, and I was just kind of like, cool. Smells. Yeah, check that. Like, it's yeah, mental. like smell. Mm-hmm. The checking that I didn't even check it. I was just very much like, I haven't seen you for years. I will not see you again. Don't care. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Mm-hmm. So whatever if it was someone that like if you did that then it would be hmm we're gonna kind of just right now because what the hell <laughs> yeah so for me Same. that's manner but in this stale cheese scenario that we just set up which is yeah. unrelated to your thing so don't feel like it's the same please oh no i mean yeah never mind yeah this, this is not a, the question yeah how do you hand you how do you handle this stale cheese scenario Why? go and hit him can go back to her memory later us and i'll think yeah. it because it's like, when I had a whiff of it, I was like, oh, let me just ignore it. Because it's really mm. your intuition, really and truly. Saying, telling you something's a bit off this person. This person's not quite warming to you for what for whatever reason. And it's not even like your, your best of best friends or your enemies or right. anything, really. Mm. So there's no prior history or nothing. And it's just like, this person is just a bit off with their energy. And I remembered that I, with this particular instance, I tried to like, could, like force it, basically. I was like, oh, you know, let me just keep... Doing that, like, cheery. I've done that one before too. Cell. That extra was, engagement. Extra engagement. Oh gosh, I'm gonna like, make you show <laughs> your <laughs> face, B. Mm. And it was like, no. And now I'm knackered on right. top of all of this. This right. performance that I've performed. And there was For no friend innovation. And you, it's Rebut- not like you no, wanted them done. to be no, your friend, done. anyways. Do you understand? It I was just, just to get through this social interaction. Pride that and ego. Yeah. It was really pride and ego. And I'm like, okay, so this is how this is going. And now I am regathering my energies and I'm keeping shit on. I'm not saying nothing. <laughs> I will smile because I've got a great smile. I'm smiling and smiling and smiling. And that's it. Like, I'm not engaging anymore. Like, honest about it. It's actually very draining. Trying to engage with someone who's already moving off. It's just very, very draining. Yeah, what that's do me. I do Because um... <laughs> you know the thing about cheese, yeah? If you don't throw this... it out, it just keeps on stinking. Yeah. I know. That's what, I don't. This is can't see my face, but my face is. Mm, it's just is very good. like for me personally. I think with me, I've tried all sorts. I've tried the mm. I need to be a better person. I've done the yes. extra engagement thing where. Yeah. And do you know what's mad about the extra engagement thing? It's like I give them all the energy, and we will have good vibes there and then. Mm-hmm. They will kiki back because they will match the energy, but they yeah. still don't like you. So you go away <laughs> knowing they still don't like me yeah. and they're still gonna chat about like and so you're just there like was it worth it was it worth no. it <laughs> was it i gave like, you the best you. of my personality i gave you smile i gave you selfie yes, selfie that i won't even post on instagram because i'm not that fake i don't yes, post sir. pictures of people i don't like yeah. we can have pics together i will I, it's not even crop i just won't post a picture exactly i'll post it on story yeah. because it will be gone in 24 hours that's as far as you go not on my feed Hundred percent. I think obviously it depends on context, but there's like one time, yeah, you just don't acknowledge. Not to just say you don't acknowledge them. You acknowledge as much as you need, and then you don't go for, you don't go beyond a, like mm. a basic civility that gives all human beings. Yeah. Mm. And I think if you if you know how to play it, not play a room, but like if you're on a social, so I don't want to speak too much. But yeah, you can be in a because this is going on live. But like, you can always try and find like the people that you do want to like rub shoulders with and be cool with, sit in the right spaces, move. And it's just about like 
making sure you're not making a big deal of it. I'm not I'm not a drama queen. I'm not trying to make a big deal out of like your stinkiness. Mm. I'm just going to remove myself as far as I, mm. I need to go. And if you're the kind of person that like will now come to me and try and you know I will you know when someone's trying to okay you know when someone's um, trying Pleasure. to punch you you're not punching them back but you're defending yourself mm. kind of like mm-hmm. interacting that way of okay I'll answer your question because if I don't ask the question I'll sound as a bad person but I won't you know when people say you have closed answers you have closed yeah. speech and you're really yeah. trying to like nip this in the bud such yeah. that like in a way that no one can say this you're being rude or being something that's, that's yeah. the problem you're saying but in a way that's like this is a line like you yeah. don't get to get to le- you don't get to go to level X of Saudi. No. Like, one thing I've learned. No. Mm, one I thing I've learned as well is that people want you to compromise in situations they will never compromise in, and that's and that's why I was just like, this was my final year of experimentation with my relationships with people. Because so I was saying to my dad, I was 100%. like, next year, not even next year, as in today from now from the day I had that conversation, which was a week ago, it's brand new names because people will really be like people love to take up higher road and you know do better mm. when it's you when it's not yeah. on so they'll be like oh just sub just be patient oh but you don't have to oh you didn't really have to react like that why didn't you tell her not to talk about me like that why did you tell exactly. her not to why, leave me yeah. alone why do you f- yeah. why do you feel yeah. like it's me that you can be coming to tell off or coming to true. tell that I should be the big gun better person baby i'm mm. a small girl okay <laughs> like don't don't do no, no, no. People no. always put the, expectations you, on you. Maybe they put expectations you. on them too. But really and truly, why is the expectations no. always to be better? Why can't the expectations just to be leave me alone? No, and also <laughs> if the expectation was on them, more time you see that okay, like you're gonna come to a middle ground. No, mm-hmm. more time is sometimes I take it as a disrespect that you think you can come to me to tell me to tolerate this nonsense. There's no because they've already way, seen like, that you're on the higher ground. But I feel like with people that don't like or with stale cheese, anyways, there way. is no middle ground. The middle ground is you get rid of the cheese, the and people aren't willing to do that. So they'll be spraying <laughs> perfume. They'll be giving you clog for your nose. They'll do everything, mm. but they'll give you face mask. They'll do everything, but get rid of the cheese. And that's mm. why I was like, at some point, I was just like, all of you have to go, because if you all mm. are willing to smell like cheese, then there's really nothing. I can do to an extent yeah. to fix yeah. this. Oh and this year, what I was trying to do was find meals that I can eat with the cheese. I was like, oh, maybe I'll have some uh, lasagna. Maybe I'll have pasta bake. Maybe I'll find a way to use this cheese. And it wasn't working. So now mm. we just don't engage with the cheese. For yeah, because you yeah. really, you really will hurt yourself in the long run. Yeah. Like, if you not eat this stale cheese, surely the g- 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 in your stomach. I'm lactose intolerant, be, baby. I was gonna say I'm lactose intolerant. I shouldn't even be eating this damn cheese in the first place. God said like, no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And I think um, there's actually I, I'm not a professional, but long story short, this year I did a bit of therapy, right? So I was talking to my therapist about. Did you? Um, you did that silently. Yeah. Did. You did not I mention a therapist myself. once. You don't even tweet therapist. Everyone was doing my therapist has taught me this, and you did not because tweet the word therapist what? once. Because okay, when I, I'll do the tweet of oh, what did twenty twenty one? Yeah, twenty twenty one has been a lot, but um, I don't also don't like I said with the tech thing. I don't like doing up. Oh my gosh, look at me mm-hmm. like on the internet. Mm-hmm. I don't, I love telling a story. I love like sharing things. I can share things, but I don't like the the gloating thing of all the sensationalization yeah. of of mental health mm-hmm. or things. So I was like. I'm not that kind of person, but it's just there's no drive to do it without mm. there me finding a benefit or a need to do it. So like I only told my uni friends maybe at the end, maybe like the last week, 
oh by the way every week for the last six months i've been doing therapy they're like whoa and then I think I told my husband. And yeah, I did. I did. I did. Therapy real moving si- silence, like Salda. Yeah. <laughs> real G's moving silence, like Salda. <laughs> like, <laughs> like me. Um, yeah, that's also 2020, 2022 vibes. Like, I'm going to be doing things, but I don't want it to be that I do things yeah. just for the sake of gloating. Of Not because I think I'm that kind of person, but like, I really want it to be a, I did it because I wanted to do it. And not even like, water down my intention or whatever mm-hmm. anyway sure back to the therapy um what was i saying something my that therapist, therapist taught you yeah yeah my therapist taught me so i was talking about this this bad friend who's still cheese is not even well not friends let's not even use that word because i think my friends like you guys and other people they're good people this person bad vibes so there was different reasons why like they were just still in my life and still there and I guess they like there's some people that maybe they'll always be there in some capacity fine whatever mm-hmm. she was saying that like you you forcing the stale cheese in your life actually has negative effect not only on your mental health but it will manifest and can manifest on your physical health so mm-hmm. she gave me um she gave me this book to read I didn't read it but there's been loads of research um on the 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 effects of um, bad vibes people effectively on your psychology and yeah. on your physical health I said hey 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 I know psychology was one but you're now telling me you're giving me physical ailment because mm. of bad vibes there's mm. actually no way like I actually respect myself and love myself too much to become sick because mm. of bad vibes like you do, do you know what I mean I think yeah. I think we I'm trying to tell like I said earlier I'm trying to like health isn't necessarily just physical health but I think for the most of us, because we're only like learning more about mental health now, it's very easy to just value physical health. I feel like if you've got to a point where you know physical health is in detriment, then we all know we've gone a bit too far. Not to say that right. mental health isn't, isn't mm-hmm. something we should be careful with, but like if I am being at loss in my body, my physical state, then khalas. Anyway, I mean, it was khalas anyway, but do you know what I mean? Point, mm-hmm. uh, point of bringing that whole I went to therapy up is that a professional has told me that bad advice people will kill you effectively so um yeah let's look after our lives and mm. not do that kind of thing definitely um, let's not do that um let's go into the scenario for the day real quick which is well timed um i'm a super introverted and oh i am super introverted and have trouble making <coughs> friends it would take me a minimum of a month to be acquainted with someone at work I am awkward around people. I don't have any problem with socialising if the other person started the conversation. It goes well. But if I were to start the conversation, it goes badly. I feel like no one at work likes me. It is mentally and emotionally draining for me to have a social interaction at work. I'm constantly feeling like everyone is judging me at work. I think I have really bad self-esteem issues and I have no idea how I can help myself. This is really affecting my work because I'm not confident in the way I do my job. I feel like I'm not I feel like not going to work because my performance at work is already bad enough. Oh. Right. Yeah, there's a lot of um, I yeah. feels here. Yeah, I, that was the first thing. I feel awkward. I feel like no one likes me. What I noticed as well is the timeline they put on getting to know a colleague. They said 30 days, and I thought, it's not too bad. Right? Um, I thought 30 days to not... get acquainted with someone? You've yeah, got your ducks like, in a row. That's yeah. not bad at all. Um, a lot of it sounds self-imposed, and I would say, like, first and foremost, if they could get some form of counselling or therapy just to talk it out, because... You know, when you when you are with your own thoughts and you don't have anybody to bounce off of or you don't have any healthy outlet, 
it just all just compound, compounds in your head and you just think and and that's how you then view the world like everybody's used like that when really it's you've self-imposed it mm. and if you tell yourself you're awkward then you'll be awkward yep. you tell yourself i'm a work in progress this is self-fulfilling prophecy i used to experience anxiety but i never said i had it i never said mm. that i'm an anxious person but i did experience these things um and <clears throat> obviously i'm religious and so i prayed about it I acknowledged it and prayer was one of my outlets to deal with it um and so that helped me and so if someone is religiously inclined I would always recommend praying about it because I think as Muslims and just like religious people in general there's nothing too small that you can pray about and so first and foremost to pray about it um Mm -hmm. and then also to it also just I feel like an, an aspect of anxiety, I hope I've heard this right. An aspect of anxiety is the fear of lack of control. Um, and so yeah. there's an element of thinking that you can control how people view you, how people perceive you. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, it's it's understanding that you don't have control over that anyway because you don't you don't even like everybody. So exactly, mm-hmm. if you come into a workplace, I think the bare minimum is to be respected, um, yeah. acknowledged, yeah and you know taken like seriously in your job role um but it's, it's not a case of having to necessarily get besties at work it's not everyone has to be your best friend that's not realistic you know that's not real life <laughs> um and so i, I would the, the person writing in i think they need to question where they got these where, where this all stems from looking at mm. the roots of it because there's always a root and they, they, they it have to is sit with it. you they always have, have to, to you have to do the work you really have to like dial back mm-hmm. and be reflexive and look at like it's what we we're speaking mm-hmm. about that I'm doing as well like I yeah. always think about like I'm I'm a solution-based person anyways I think about the outcome I want mm-hmm. to achieve and then I run experiments trying to figure out yeah. how we're going to achieve it and I keep on this friendship mm-hmm. thing that you're talking about babe I've been running this experiment for <laughs> let's say 10 years now like alhamdulillah like and I think as well is you know what good relationships look like and I think that's mm-hmm. what causes a lot of the insecurities you feel sometimes like when Mm. I know what a good relationship looks like and I know I'm not seeing that elsewhere I Mm. can get really sensitive to that situation and be like why am I not experiencing good vibes here Mm. um but then the the other thing about places like work and places that are isolated from places such as like your home and your community is that you get to reinvent yourself like I know me Mm. at every different workplace was a different version of me and Mm. I got to reinvent myself and try new things so I think you can be a bit more daring with the relationships Mm. that you're building and if you're finding like a trait that you (coughs) like in someone I think one thing Mm. we all have to like learn as well is that a fam like a loss is a loss it's not really that deep yeah. If 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 they're all dried, what's called dried squids in that workplace, and they're and you can't even stomach them, then that's it. Like a lot of, I think we hold on to a lot of things that we can let go of, and mm-hmm. we use a lot of energy to hold on to, like a lot of wishful thinking or a lot of ideal scenarios. And the reality, baby, is the reality. Like I don't know why I'm speaking like this. I, you just know I've been watching way too much reality content at the moment. But <laughs> it's given Jersey. But <laughs> like the reality is the reality. And I feel like we have to, which is another one of my prayer points. Like we have to get okay to accepting the reality for what it is. Um, mm. Situation is that work is difficult. 
it's becoming mentally and emotionally draining so you need to check it and I don't think you need to have social interactions with them at work like getting praised for the quality of your work is an interaction that's you know valuable like I pride myself mm-hmm. in people saying wow you did good work um yeah. are they not even talking to you like it's weird yeah yeah there's a lot of things we don't know um I don't know I'm just I'm just reading it again and again yeah, you feel you feel like no one at work likes you. You don't know that, like, right? You actually don't know yeah. that. And I think how long have you been at this place that you've already made this kind of verdict that no one likes you? And yeah. then in the worst case, knowing no one likes you, you can still navigate work. Maybe a bit more difficult. Maybe it'd be a bit more difficult because yeah. a lot of people at work are mad. But like your your aim at work isn't necessarily always to get people to like. Though I know it's something that helps people see promotions and stuff, but it's not it's not always a meritocracy. Yeah. The bottom line is you have this job because you're good enough qualified, to have right? I would like to yeah. you're qualified Literally. enough to have had it, or someone believes that you're worth having it. Even in that, in that, you have to like draw a line. Um, so, yeah, I'm not saying what is the problem. Don't get me wrong. Like when you feel bad about work, it can be a lot because especially when you spend a lot of your time in the week at work and what not. Um, I feel like it's a reflection. Feel, work on the things. Sorry, work on the things that you can work on. So, like, mm. work on yourself. Like, you've identified you think you have really bad self-esteem. Mm. So, you have no idea how you can help yourself. Sometimes it's a Google. Like, I'm not saying Google's going to give you a great way to start, but it'll give you something. Like, yeah. or speak to people around you, maybe not at work, or maybe speak to your friends, or find a professional, find a therapist. Like, I don't know. Find your I, USP. I like, let, let find your thing. Like, have a thing. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be the guy yeah. that you know has makes great coffee or like you don't really want to be the coffee runner boy but do you know what i mean like what's the thing that you can use to like open up a conversation are you going to be the guy that like knows all the films to watch and everyone comes to you for recommendations like you don't have to have deep meaningful relationships with them and i also feel like this is a reflection of like your your personal life as well like to carry to to feel like no one liking you at work is such a big um it has to have such massive impact means that you you're stressed about people liking you off out, outside of work too in my opinion like it's something that's massively yeah. important to you which then i'd be like I've, I've been working with Lincoln for so long now that i feel like everything goes back to childhood trauma i'm like babe <laughs> you need to go look at your childhood trauma because something there yeah. is holding you to make you feel like people have to like you for you to be validated or for your presence to be validated and we've just spoken about sitting in a room where people don't like you like you need to be uncomfortable in situations um you need to be able to stomach uncomfortable situations to move forward um Mm. people aren't always going to like you people can pretend to like you and still not like you and you can give them the world and they still won't like you so f them it's like yeah, liking people doesn't necessarily them liking you doesn't necessarily equate to you being a better employee. Right. You, I mean, it kind of yeah. does, but obviously, social like work politics. But bottom line, if your work is good enough, you hope that like you get what you need out of that place. You get and then leave. Out, you get the money. And then, if it's, yeah, if it's just not a pleasant environment, because sometimes work isn't pleasant. You can work towards leaving. Um, yeah. This is really affecting my work because I'm not confident in the way I do my job. I feel like I'm. I'm not going to work because my performance at work isn't really bad enough. You need to sometimes you also need to pick yourself up. Like you've identified your problems, now try and find solutions. And obviously, there's this thing written and whatnot. People can, I don't know. I just feel like if you know something is a problem, 
be find your solution mm. in different ways. Mm. Like, so yeah. people, there's friends, there's this and that. I feel like sometimes people sit, I'm not saying this person will definitely be doing that, but sometimes people sit in their problems and just like, where is me? Mm. But like, yeah, like, yeah, like, don't do that. <laughs> it's not, if you don't can help wallow. me, yeah, don't, don't wallow. wallow. Don't wallow. You have to be proactive about change and, yeah. and better mind. Yeah, I think, yeah, and it's you have to also believe that that power is within you, kind of thing. Mm. I mean, we are religiously inclined, as mentioned, so we we also we obviously believe that Allah facilitates and you know supports and whatnot. Um, but we, yeah, we believe that Allah does not burden you anything you cannot bear. Like you can you can do mm. it. Like maybe I'll just go and like do it. Yeah. And, oh, big boy! I don't know who this person is. Baby they, baby they, <laughs> you know, inclusive pronouns. <laughs> baby they. <laughs> I, I just, I just, just feel like yeah. you can, you can, you can do it. Like, mm-hmm. and then if it's a matter of you're really not enjoying it and you want to enjoy your work better, like you pick yourself up and you go to the next place. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing, as everyone says, do the work, you know, mm-hmm. do the work. Uh, and choose, choose, mm-hmm. so, sorry, one more no, thing, sorry. choose, mm-hmm. choose the positive thing, like choose. Yeah. Like, this is giving negativity. And obviously some things in life has negativity, but like, you're, like Helena said, it's yourself fulfilling, yourself prophesizing negativity. Mm. Like, or when I suck my head, it goes badly. How do you know? Like, how, and is it the ones that you remember that went badly? Did it even go badly? Or like, is it just right, a lot just, of it is in your you, head? Or yeah. yeah, how much of it is in in your mind? And that's not to minimize or reduce or dismiss you, but you do sometimes need to teach yourself how to think. That's another thing I think about therapy. Like, we think that we just think. Right? No, no. Your brain is a muscle like other things that like you can choose or you can do the work to think more positively or to worry less or to be just to help yourself and live a bit the life that you want to live, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you are in a habit of um you're in a habit of thinking negatively, you're gonna continue and like roll into that. Like you mentioned the other week, you know, like, like the <clears throat> the person that the habit, the habit person. Was it you that mentioned it? The person that had a, like a really bad accident, and then they um, after that they after they were recovering, there were certain things that they could do just because they did that out of habit. Was it you that oh, mentioned right. it? I don't know if it was me, the book I was reading. Oh, was it you um, that mentioned oh, it? Okay. So, yeah. So it's the book. Yeah. So it's from the yeah, book sure. Power of Habit. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I know. I got it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she listened to a video, but it was a book. Okay. <laughs> take, take it away. Take it away. Oh, you pretty much. Um, you summarized that story pretty well um, and it was a real life story as well so in terms of a man had a really traumatizing brain injury mm. and forgot like the majority of his <laughs> life and the people in his life didn't have any kind of short-term memory either but yet um he was able to go on walks with his wife and one day he started going on the walks by himself um and remembering his way back home so the whole point was that you know going on these walks with his wife he would be lost if he did try and go on his own but somehow there was part of his brain um, that still maintained the ability to form a habit. So even mm. though there was no more like short-term memory, long-term memory, things were very just, it was almost like, you know, he had no history, he had no past, mm. um, but he could still form the habits. And it, I guess that would be a pretty good, I'm not too sure why you referenced it, but I do appreciate being referenced. I was going to say, you, yeah. can, you have power to, yeah. To 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 not almost choose, but to do mm-hmm. what you need to do. Yeah. Right. If you build, like, if you build habit of positive thinking, yeah. Obviously, you might not be there, but you can build the power to think positively, so that you mm-hmm. see the world a bit more positively. Yeah. And like, yeah. 
yeah direct your life direct like build the habit of positive or at least holistically seeing yourself like, okay there's bad mm-hmm. in this there's also good in this but i feel like mm-hmm. my point is that this this is very negative as it can be but it's very like oh mm-hmm. my gosh and what was yeah. me and part of it can be helped by deciding okay there's a spike here but let me try and navigate mm-hmm. and think towards the good so you also feel better so even if the world the working environment is, is really crappy right if you've got mm-hmm. decent enough positive thinking you can deal with it better you can feel a bit better right it all starts in yeah. your mind so my mm-hmm. point is if, if someone that can that has got a raised memory can benefit from habit then you can benefit from habit in in re-navigating the way you think mm, that's, great that's my point, point. I, hope that, I hope that made sense but yeah Helen, you were going to say something before as well yeah no it was just literally um because <clears throat> the person mentions that their performance is bad i think the first and foremost is to verify that <laughs> so they have to sit down with their mm. manager or their team leader whoever's in charge of them and literally just sit and talk to them um in regards to their performance because at the very least that one can be clarified for them they could be doing better than they think they could be doing as bad as they think usually someone who thinks in that manner is usually doing possibly is doing better than they think um but i think that would be the first like in addition to other steps um but that can be scheduled in like as soon as possible um just to sit down and actually go through performance because again it's about getting things out like on paper um said out loud verbally just being like, where am I right now in my Get job role? Getting clarity. And then how do I move forward? And then that way you're setting steps, you're setting goals. And that will also build confidence as well to know where you are and then what steps you need to take to be where you need to be. And when you are focused on that, the the elements of, you know, do these people like me mm. will become backseat because you will be focused on your job in all the best ways. You know, like you're there to work first and mm. foremost. Mm. Um, and so if you are going to do the work in every single aspect then it really will take a back seat I think and it's funny like to hear this kind of um, kind of dilemma this person's facing I think to myself maybe like 10 years ago or maybe even five years ago that could have that would have been an issue like there was a workplace I'd been in but at the same time I was like I'm here to work and so yes I would be upset but I was also there to get my money and so mm. I literally <laughs> swallowed my sad and I kept it pushing and I didn't even stay there that long and I don't even remember the people there and they definitely probably don't remember me either because yeah. life goes on we're all going to be working a series of jobs right and to be obsessed like, I'm not claiming this person was obsessive but to worry to the point of you know it's almost like it's debilitating it's not fair to yourself yeah, yeah. and yeah just to clo- literally to close off like you have to be your own best friend in general yeah but especially mm-hmm. in the working world, you must be your biggest supporter, your biggest cheerleader. I feel like, if, if I'm like to myself, you know, there's, there's something that's not working, I have to also tell myself, how am I going to fix this? What's the plan of action? Mm. What am I going to do? You have to put yourself in a position to not just, you know, survive, but to thrive. Like, you have to come out winning, you have to take care of yourself, you have to be your own best friend. Action. Um, so that's, yeah, that's what I want to yeah. say on that. Action. Yeah. Thank you. That's great. I literally tweeted in response to someone. I was like, this is the year of treating myself preciously. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you really yeah. just have to treat yourself like a newborn. Fragile, yeah. preciously, especially post-pandemic, post-pandemic. Like, you really mm. have to be, like, for all fair and law, intents and mm-hmm. purposes, selfish yes. with your needs and with 
what you need and require for growth and for development Mm -hmm. and so long as you're mentally moving towards a better like you're trying to be a better person right then I think Mm -hmm. you're allowed to make as many mistakes as possible and you're allowed to like really grapple with the journey like you you don't have to be perfect in the journey but Mm -hmm. you are making that journey and I think that's what we really need to work towards as a society and also as like muslims like the state of the muslim the state of muslims like mashallah there's some really fantastic people out there and i think to be honest let me not even say the state i think we're all really trying but i think we are also abandoning qualities from like the sunnah and stuff like that in an attempt to be more of this influx of yas babe that we're yeah. really seeing like the yassification of everything someone said the yassification <laughs> and i was like this is it the yassification of everything in life has meant that we're doing shallow things and mm. at the age we're in at the age i'm in personally i can't do shallow anymore which has been no. the issue that i'm facing it's like i'm as a, and and you said something at the beginning which i'm gonna end on as well is that the problem here isn't even them the problem here is me and the only reason the problem here is me is because i was satisfied with the situation I was in and I was trying to make it work when I should have been breaking new ground. If the mm-hmm. soil is rotten, buy new land. I don't know mm-hmm. why I stayed in the same place trying to grow my tomatoes on this farm that clearly was just too alkaline for me. Like it was just not my, Some maybe mm-hmm. someone else can come and grow sweet potato. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But for what I needed to grow, this was not the soil for it. And so that's why mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the only like fault I acknowledge in that I try to force my way in a place that wasn't for me. And I think going mm-hmm. forward, the thing I'm also going to do is widen. And I keep on saying this anyways, and like widen. And, I, and also like be grateful for what I have. I don't need millions mm-hmm. of friends. I don't need bonds all over the gaff. I have good mm-hmm. bonds. I have great friends. I have great people in my life. Um, all I want is self-improvement and betterment. And so mm-hmm. personally, alhamdulillah, I think alhamdulillah. win-win. Alhamdulillah, love to hear it. Any closing yeah. statements from you guys? Um, no, I'm what, good. So you go, you didn't go first, but you don't have one afterwards. No, I was just literally going to say it's been really good to just delve in and speak widely on like a variety of matters. Um, mm. And I just feel like, you know, it's, before I go off into ramble, but yeah, it was, it was just good to dig in and to like speak about these matters and just kind of ponder further or reflect further which I always appreciate on this podcast Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah May we all have a fantastic year smashing off goals. Mm-hmm. Halima's already kicking mm-hmm. it off. Wow. Yes, Mabruk. Yes. Yassification. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when we say oh, sorry, I want to ask a question. I, I, I'm really the closing. Uh, go on, ask but your when question. When you say yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, <clears throat> yassification, what does that mean? The shallowness of everything? I think mm-hmm. it's in the relation to like, um, well, personally, before I just comment on that, I think we the moment likes got introduced to instagram we welcomed we opened our arms to a shallow society where Mm. we could just double tap love it and i think that spewed and crossed over into reality where we're no longer being thought for caring and intentional about our interactions Mm. with people and we're just bandaged yes love it show up like like so long as i'm doing these things i'm 
it's, it's really not mm. enough. It's not how we were functioning. I think the pandemic has really highlighted that we cannot function on fickle interactions alone. Um, yeah. And and that's why I personally came in, like, I'm going to be more than that, just fickle and just backfire, but hey-ho. And I think asphyxiation mm. is that this whole thing of just going, yes, honey, under everything. But what does yeah. that even mean? Yes to what? <laughs> what are you praising? Like, what is it that you want to say? Like, we don't... Imagine... Your outfit looks nice. I don't want to say, yo, Saudi, your outfit looks nice. I love that orange blazer. It really matches those shoes. I like how you paired. Da, 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 da. I've not said anything. I've just said, yes, honey. And you two, you've taken it. What have you received? What have you gained? What have you learned? What what into this is my personal understanding of it, which and and mm. I'm guilty of it too. I did it too. Because I'd be going, give them, kill them, yeah. oh yeah, chickies. <laughs> what have I said? What? What did I tell yes. you? What I like? Yes. And even if I didn't like it, I just put yes, and that's the end. So yeah, I get that. I get that. How about you? Do you see? A, do you have a definition of yesification? Uh, hang up. Oh my! Yeah, no. One? I just I just want to know. No, it's literally what Nima said. And the minute she said it, I was like, she really just nailed it. Or, or you know, <laughs> wherever it came from is true because. It's funny, when it first started being said, um, it was fun and flighty, and you could just say it and be going. And then you just start seeing it everywhere, and it was just kind of like, hmm, the more you hear a word, the less meaning it, it starts to have. Kind of it never had any meaning, but we were okay it, it, with it. Yeah, it was like a cute little encouraging moment, and then it just kind of kept coming over and over and over again and like you said right it just replaced words and like mm. actual meaning yeah, <laughs> and yours yeah. just became the cover and you're like even if no one likes it you'll still say it and it's true yeah i don't like, have to so like anything i don't like that outfit but because you're my friend yes wow oh, otherwise i'm an wild. enemy do you know yeah. it, sometimes yeah. i'd be like this is yeah remember when we used to be like you're loling but you're not laughing now yeah no one cares that you're not laughing you can have a straight face and lol it doesn't have we don't care we know it's normal and that's just yeah. us that's transitioning imagine people being raised in this fickle emotion society where Oof. everyone is straight face and they're commenting on your page give them babe but you know in real life they will never ever ever tell you to your face like i can walk into a venue in real life and none of these people tell me i like your outfit nobody <laughs> but the moment i post the same picture on instagram Oh yeah, yeah, heart, heart, heart. You just saw me, yeah. babes. We was just sitting together. <laughs> oh my gosh, you didn't tell me nothing. But Instagram yes. now, killing it. And it's just like, you don't realise just how damaging it is until it's damaged. And then you're like, yeah, I don't. And I'm, me too. I'm not even saying I'm not a part of this. Me too. Yeah. Me too, I'll be doing no, up, double tapping, liking. Yeah. Oh. But I didn't say anything when you was there. I didn't. Well, me, I, I, I comment people's clothes all the time, but do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I don't bat a second eyelid. I'll actually, my the thing that pisses me off is you'll see someone in real life and then you go into it and be like, oh my God, I just saw you at this event and let's be mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. Bro, when you had the opportunity to befriend me in real life, in real life, or when you had the opportunity, I don't know, maybe perhaps it took a while for you to decide that. Maybe that's why you're continuing this here, but more often than not, it's just, like you said, it's giving fake. Um, and I think, Oh, I'll be quick. But um, it's it's a combination of things. People are having that, is it emotional intelligence or the capacity or or even wanting to be able to like, articulate like truth and honesty and and how they feel and what they perceive and what they think, mm. which is a bit mm. And I think, yeah, I think the replacement of actual things that 
there's one thing saying, oh my gosh, yeah, it's like your outfit. And then not actually being able to compliment people properly or not being able to, do you know what I mean? Because I think mm-hmm. if we were saying yes, 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 yes I know that's going to be there, in, whether real life or online, genuinely, then I guess there's no problem. But if you're doing yes, 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 and there's nothing behind that, then it's like, what's but then this is the thing where you're now measuring intention because i will never and it goes back to like a little bit on love languages it's like i will never know that your yes had two meanings because you never told me that sometimes some things have to be communicated there's so much power in words and language that we've we've thrown away a lot of our words in the past how many years Mm. because we can replace it with a like a thumbs up uh Sometimes I go to quote sweet things and I just stop because I'm like, man, to formulate this sentence is hard. I give up. Yeah. And 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 yeah. that's just how like lackluster, I should say, language has become. Like it's it's not yeah. like it's so mad because I've been consuming so much in Korean. Sometimes I'll be tr- I'll be trying to say something and I'll just be like, there's a Korean word for this that I'll just rather use. Like English <laughs> has left me. Like this is this is what I'm saying. Mm. I'm part of the problem too. Like everything has become what's the quickest way to say what you need to say and sometimes a gif. Mm. Put a gif in, put a meme in, yeah. a quick LOL, a quick, oh my God, look at this man. Look at this mm. man, what? What is it that I want you to look at? Nobody knows. We're just all just speaking. Speaking, no, just just vibes, no substance. No substance, yeah. no communication, no backup. And for us, we remember the old days, right? The mm. ones coming forward, what? Do you know what I mean? Like, what if I'm not telling my, my, my younger sister... Hey babe, um, not even hey babe, it's like, hey, I love you, look after yourself, I'm proud of you, I'm this, I'm that, and instead I'm just double dapping. Okay, look at you. That's what she's gonna absorb and, and, yeah. and see as genuine kind mm. of interactions. Love her friends, right, her friends aren't saying, I appreciate you. Like, we have a conversation once a week, right? Without this podcast, our conversations are what? Spread it. Do you know sporadic, what I mean? Like, yeah. sporadic, it's me sending a random link here, someone else going to LOL. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just mm. conversations are almost, because it's not start and stop anymore. Like, back in the day, you yeah. pick up the phone, you call someone, that's the end of the conversation. Because it's continuous, yeah. ongoing, it's like an ongoing yeah. conversation of nothing to say. So, we continuously <laughs> have that, nothing to say. Yeah, Oof. the intentionality is lacking. The intentionality is really lacking. I get that. And I think mm. I'll say to finally, like, there's a. <laughs> lecture that um, i went to and the the speaker was talking about <laughs> the speaker was talking about how we um one of the shaitan is actually here to make us ungrateful so obviously you know he's an art and whatnot mm. but he said that specifically he's here to make us ungrateful and he was talking about how you know how people say oh this is bad in, 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 and made it in a positive way or like they say this is sick or they say mm. things that are like the word in and of its actual and general meaning is a bad thing, but we've now used it to almost glorify things and make things look good. Mm-hmm. It's not good to do that because like there's a there's a I guess a psychology of disconnecting genuine good from things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. Wow. So yeah, so then, and I think in, I can in, see that. If, if we disconnect, if we actually disconnect, the, we desensitize ourselves from things. We desensitize ourselves, and what does that do? It makes us less grateful for the things that are actually good because we're not even able to. Speak 
speak it and recognize and do the connection. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. There's, it's, it's like, like I get what you're saying because there's a power in doing the work, which, God, when will we end? But, <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> I wanted to say, the other day I realized that, like, you know when you are working, right, and they tell you to, you know, draw a plan and they tell you to do the steps and do the steps. And yeah. sometimes even though you know and you can just jump to the end, there's a power mm-hmm. in the process because the process lets you appreciate and it lets you understand yeah. and it lets you validate certain things. So sometimes like when I do my yeah. sessions and I'm saying to the like my client and I'm like, break this down further what does this mean what does this mean and she'll be like you're triggering me or she'll be like oh i didn't think it through mm. like literally mm. one time like we literally i was literally like no because you have to do the work you it? have to so, do the work but yeah. then also it's just like there's this thing we've done where we've kind of shielded ourselves like from when you jump to the end because you've not mm. done the work and you might get the same outcome but because you've not done the work the end can be less impactful and yeah, you don't know yeah you don't know how detrimental that can be so like her goal mm. for example like she has her goal she knows what her goal is but now we're really mm. getting into the end of like why do you want this goal what is yeah. tell like write down what this goal mm. looks like right and then she mm. goes um it's really cringe to say this or it's just cr- i just wrote it but it's really cringy and i was just like but why is it cringy because you wrote it because you wanted it but now that you're being forced mm. to acknowledge it it's suddenly cringy but this is the outcome you want so you could say like mm. for example she wants to be a best-selling author right so you want to be mm. a best-selling author but what does that look like then she's like okay selling um a million books and having people mm. like really rep- like respect my work and da 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 right and then we start getting into that like what are the traits and then it's like um she just said something and she's like this is cringe and I was just like it's not cringe to want something but suddenly when we're put on the spot and we're doing the work and we're literally getting into the the meanings behind things we feel vulnerable and that's because we've taken away the power of words have I talked oh no sorry we're not going to end this podcast because this is my this is this is this is no but and I think I'm going to do active listening. My throat hurts. My throat continues to hurt. No, but I've been saying this. Um, one of my friends, she was talking. Um, so if you listen to this, um, this is, this, this is what I mean. I, I'm always the person who says, one of my friends. It's so easy to just be like, this is put your friends on without having to put your friends on. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, to talk about what you said earlier, I don't have to be like, this is the person, this is where they live. Blah, blah, blah. But I'm you acknowledge that it came too. from somewhere. There's a root. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. one of my friends were talking about she was talking about her relationship and how she got married and blah blah blah. And we're talking about Mashallah Mabarak. Uh, yeah, yeah, Mala preserved the relationship. But she mentioned um the difference between her and her partner at the beginning or as they were, you know, getting married and how she wasn't someone who maybe was basically as vulnerable um as maybe you need to be to have a relationship that is like marriage, right? And obviously, marriage is probably one of the most intimate relationships, and you can't just be there doing up mm. yeah, It's not, not that she was trying life, to. Yeah. It's not going to work. Like, mm. it's not that because she was doing that, but she she came. Obviously, it's a lot of work to get married, and she, it was part of the work she did with herself. Mm-hmm. And she sent me this video, "The Power of Vulnerability" by Brene. Oh, Brene Brown. Brene. Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> it just it opened my mind. Don't get me wrong. Like I feel like there's yeah. some things that I think I subconsciously did and whatnot. But to have someone affirm these beliefs mm. in like words and mm-hmm. research, I was like, no, nah, like I knew I was onto something. So she Love was talking that. about how. I'll send you the video. I've literally that's all I've done this year. Yes, I'll send you the video. I'll send you the video. <laughs> send me the video. Yes, I've out. not come I, across the oh, video yet. Oh, I was gonna do it anyway, <laughs> but um, <laughs> I'm surprised I haven't done it with you too. Anyway. The, the the video she's her TED talk was talking about mm. her research and how she was actually um, averse to vulnerability as a researcher. Mm. And she, in her research, she realized that in 
we, we get so much positivity from being vulnerable, whether it is being mm-hmm. vulnerable with a partner and being able to you know, develop a beautiful relationship, whether mm-hmm. it's being vulnerable with yourself and being able to grow and face what you need to know to then do the work to grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be in that sp- such space yeah. exactly. to see what's, what's, whether it's, what's missing. Essentially, you, that good things come from vulnerability. Like, mm-hmm. all the positive yeah. things we want in life comes from actually just opening yourself up to it and, like, she just, she just, she, I don't know how to, sorry, I can't, I'm trying to, you can't to take my words, but it just made, made to, it just put all my thoughts and my beliefs into sense. Because why, what are we afraid of that we're scared what to are we say, afraid of? this oh, is my true what, what, desire, this is what I want? She answered mm. it. She answered the question. So what are we afraid of? So she was talking about how we don't like to be vulnerable because of um, shame. And yes. the opposite of it is shame. And what is shame yeah. is the disconnection from things, like whether it's community mm. or people, things that we love and that and how that hurts us. Mm. So, and maybe not the, the lack of worthiness you feel when you do encounter that shameful feeling, which mm. makes sense. I don't know if I've explained it, because there's another tool yeah. the power of shame and guilt and stuff like, mm. not, not guilt, shame and how that is a tool that is used to like shut people off and close people off and absolutely you get yeah. the opposite of what the beauty of vulnerability can do mm. so, so shame everyone is like go, the fear tactic and vulnerability is like super yeah essentially effectively like but i think the, shame the is a good thing i've been starting to feel like shame is a good thing because it protects you like i get that shame can be wielded as a weapon but everything like mm. first of all my, my thinking lately has been that like, allah has not created anything mm. to be harmful to us Right, Allah has given us everything we needed to survive. Like you know that thing about how every that there's a cure for everything on in in the world. I'm yeah. um, sorry, there's a cure for everything on earth already, right? And I yeah. believe that everything we have that has been given to to us by Allah for a reason, and how we use them can it determines everything, right? And so shame for me yeah. is a it's, it's like a double edged sword. Shame is used to protect you because it's that thing that stops you from doing too much, going too far. Like Adam and yeah. Eve, um, yeah. they was. It's not our it's not our belief, it's the Christians' belief, I believe. But it was that mm. they developed shame when they ate the apple. Yeah. So when they did something they wasn't supposed to do, that's when they became shameful. Because prior to that they were completely nude. Their yeah. story, not our story. But this is oh, how I yeah. learned it. Prior to that, they were completely nude. Then they ate okay. the apple, which they weren't supposed to do because they were tempted by Satan. Satan tempted mm-hmm. them to eat the apple, they ate the apple, and then they became shameful and immediately went to cover themselves. Yes. Oh, okay. And so for me, it's like this is it's a protection, it's a guard, it's a reminder. Like if you have no shame, you will just be audacious. You can do whatever you want, right? That's and true. so shame, and because we've told we're told by Allah to do everything within within reason, and to to do them is it uh, the middle ground. The mm-hmm. um, yeah. So we have to have both sides. We have to have shame because shame is what protects us from. Like it's the same way how we have the mercy and and wrath. It's mm, what protects us. Balance. It's the balance, right? So we need shame and you need to be ashamed of your actions in order to seek betterment. But you just yeah. shouldn't be averse to it and you shouldn't hate it. And you shouldn't, like, you shouldn't fear shame because mm. if you're feeling shameful, I, f- I remember someone saying that if you feel regret, it means you're still human or something like that. Like yeah. if you're feeling certain mm-hmm. things, it means that you still, like Allah hasn't, because one of the things I'm fear- that I'm fearful of is Allah closes your heart. So someone book one um you like i always remember that when allah closes your heart and he closes your eyes you can no longer see it means there's nothing you can do anymore that's the end so to still have this thing means that it's not the end for you to still feel Mm -hmm. regret means it's not the end for you you still it means that allah's not given up on you to still feel like oh my god it means allah's not given up on you and so for me as a muslim anyways i really appreciate shame 
No, so I feel like shame in that capacity is obviously having a boundary of like right and wrong and like a consciousness of what you're doing. Maybe I'm not explaining shame properly, but she's talking about it in terms of like social. So if we're saying vulnerability is to be able to open yourself up to like honesty and what is there and to Mm -hmm. make things fruitful, shame would be the opposite of that as in terms of being closed to being honest i guess yeah like yeah. as opposed to like not having necessary boundaries that we need in life because i, I didn't yeah. get that from which how she said it so obviously it's like, i'll just say that maybe i'm not explaining it properly because yeah no i feel like shame in the english te- shame in english can have multiple meanings so the way the way she explained it, the way mm. the shame that she was talking about wasn't the shame of like having decency i think that's yeah. that's one thing we definitely need there was a shame of um feeling hurt and maybe yeah. feeling lack of worthiness because you tried something and maybe you failed or because yeah. you that sounds to me more like you. so i was gonna say that sounds to me Go more on. like the sunk cost fallacy which i've really, really reading into a lot these days which is okay. the fear of like like basically when i was reading into it it's the concept of like as a child you're daring because you've never experienced failure before. You've never experienced loss before. So you're curious, yeah, yeah, you're searching, yeah. you're looking for all these answers. And then the more failures and setbacks you start to have, the less daring, the less vulnerable, the less, like a child has no... Exactly, yes, like this. Like this. So, to maybe, yeah, 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 so yeah, you yeah. start, you, the less you become, because you start to protect yourself, start to shield yourself. And it's because of the sunk cost fallacy where you feel as though, um, it's the sunk cost fallacy and then it's something else, but it's this thing of, you start measuring time based on regret. And so you want to regret less. You want to um, have less losses. So you do what you know, but you don't measure time based on positivity. Like you don't think if I try this, I can gain all of these. You think, Mm. and so the weight of loss outweighs the weight of gain for you in your mind. So therefore you don't attempt new things because the potential loss can be to you weighs more than, yeah. But the potential gain could actually outweigh. So there was an example of how um, there was something to do with like <coughs> if you if you spend um, if you spend two thousand pounds to buy a ticket, um, to, if you spend two thousand pounds on a ticket to um, like an island or whatever, and mm-hmm. on the day it's announced that you know that the rain is pouring and X Y Z is happening and you know, like you can still go, but it's going to be like a terrible time. But then also someone else has, has like, there's a um, a concert down the road. It's a free ticket. It's um, like, you know, it's summer in Miami or whatever. We can just go down mm-hmm. the road to the concert. Most people are mm-hmm. going to choose to spend the £2,000 to go to the rainy place because they're afraid yeah. of the loss of the £2,000. So they yeah. rather, <laughs> rather than going to the sunny down the road concert that's free ticket and cheap, Mm-hmm. fear of losing that £2,000 will make them go to the rainy location. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it's this concept of how we measure, but then you would actually have more time and more benefit. Whether you go to the rainy location or the sunny one, you've lost that £2,000 anyways. Yeah. Because exactly. you're not getting your money back. It's lost anyways, yeah. but you don't think it's lost anyways. Let me go and have fun. You think yeah. it's lost anyway, so I have to get my money's worth and go there by force. Yeah, which yeah. is exactly how women stay. So uh, I don't know why it always back to women in relationships, but that also I've heard that some fallacy applied where someone's in a terrible relationship, right? Mm-hmm. And they're not going to leave it because they've spent so much time in it. They've invested so much time into that relationship. And so for them, it's like they've got to see it out as opposed to this relationship is dead, dead in the water. Leave mm. and go find your happiness. Go thrive in a, go be in a healthy relationship. But it's like, man, 
spent so much yeah. time. So I think, so yeah, you've understood the, yeah. the way she, she was talking about shame. So I'm just looking at the key moments in the video. It's regret. She said, it's courage, that. vulnerability, yeah, yeah, yeah. believing you're not enough, stuff like that. Listen, like, honestly, she just confirmed all my beliefs. I said, yes, see, mm. this, I know, first of all, I knew it was not mad. But to have somebody who does this as a job, mm. maybe gets paid big, big money to mm, do it, mm, she's mm. doing big, big TED talk and has been yeah. whatever. I'm like, yeah, I knew what I was thinking. It's funny how how things can be validated like that when you're when you know. Like sometimes you know you're you've got sense when you're like, I valued my relationship, I value people and I wanna like Mm. a lot of the reasons my boundaries are so high is because I have people that made those boundaries and I'm like, Mm. I don't wanna call you a friend because the people I call friend are awesome. And like my friends look at me sideways when I'm like, How do you just call anybody a friend? Because (laughs) like these lot show up at four AM. You don't do that. So I can't use the same word to describe you. Like, that's my own personal yeah. beef. Like, now I just accept and just throw the word friend loosely. But in my heart of hearts, when we're yeah, doing, like, yeah. on the scale of measurement, well, yeah. like, yeah, nah, you have to be really intentional because some people have come and they've shown, like, a lot of people come into your life and they show you goodness <laughs> and they mm-hmm. show you, like, real, real impact and real things to learn from. And I think you have to be in a place where you're open to that in order to, like improve and develop because sometimes god will actually send people to you for your next level yeah 100%. so yeah 100%. thanks thanks yeah, for being so god's happy. messengers guys thank you thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. that's so beautiful that's a, I think it's a good place to end please watch the video yeah. please let's talk about the video like, it's, I will i've actually evangelized that like, sent it to everybody like, <laughs> i love this video. so much because funny enough so i did watch it a few years back i used to be obsessed with ted talks but mm. this would be like a really good like refresher because i'm about to do another um watch on anything vulnerability also she mm-hmm. does have a book i believe it's called the power of vulnerability I think. yes i heard she book. she's yeah. really riding, riding vulnerability with, and I can't i'm here that. for it i'm here for being vulnerable being what's the worst thing that can happen you hate me okay cool this is really, yeah. And like you live and you learn. Like, I feel like yeah. we are so averse to taking risk. Oh, mm. sorry, I don't think of another thing. We're so averse to taking risk that yeah. we never gain. Okay, if I. If risk I aversion, that's what's called as well. Google mm, risk yes, aversion. Risk it's aversion. a psychologist. It's similar to some cost fallacy, but yeah. Yes, 100%. Mm, sure. Yes. Like, okay, I, you know, do something. I try this thing. I, I fail. I flop hard. Okay, I've actually still learned that this is what I can do, so I can't do what I need to improve on. Again, it's a back to but then did you flop though? Yeah, it did. Mm. Did I even flop? You didn't even flop because now you know these are all the ways it doesn't work. And someone said something, I was just like, wow, that's so true. A loss is all the ways a success didn't happen. Yeah, exactly. And is that not still a gain? Like, I think yeah. we're so risk averse. I feel like women are very much um, raised to be risk averse, and then we're, and then we'll be losing. But hey, that's not. Yeah. I don't day. think we're raised mm-hmm. to be risk averse. Sorry to cut you off, but I think we're risk averse in response to society. Like society has really just been reckless with our protection yeah. that we mm-hmm. now have to be. Like my mom was like, she doesn't, she didn't want to walk in the park because it was dark and it was like two, three people there, and she didn't want to get kidnapped. And I was just like, whoa, mm. like we are just so cautious. Yeah, it's everything we've observed. Yeah. yeah. Like, Absolutely. To we have been socialized, whether that be in yeah. upbringing or like the things we experience, to be risk averse, and I think we lose from that. Yeah. Um, let me not go into that that whole thing because I'm always telling them to take risks and you know be bullish with mm-hmm. like what we want in life. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, vulnerability is great, guys. Harness it, use it as a tool. Mm. Um, 
live the life you want to live, be intentional with what you, you want in life, with your, with your words, with your, with your thoughts, with your mind, be with your actions, sincere, with your Be honest. I think it starts with sincerity. You have to be sincere to yourself first. And I think a mm-hmm. lot of us are not being sincere to not the person there. in the mirror. Yeah. We are... Exactly. Yeah, we could just get up, just bath, go mm-hmm. out, and we don't have to face ourselves. I feel like everyone after listening to this just sit down and really just be like... Look at something. What do I genuinely mm. want? What makes me happy? What are something? What's mm-hmm. something that you've been avoiding facing that you have to? You can't let carry into next year because a lot of people are carrying relationships that are dead. You're literally mm. carrying on your back dead horses, and you're wondering why your back hurts. Mm-hmm. Let these things go. Like we have to be extremely honest with ourselves. Relationships, behaviors, habits. What are the things that you've been doing? That's been what's that word? Where you um. Ah. Oh, like when someone facilitates mm. actions you're doing that's facilitating all your bad behavior sometimes people are their own worst enemies and you're out here you're out here actually abusing and harming yourself like i had to look in the mirror and be like nims your lifestyle mm-mm. Mm. operation fix up you're abusing yourself yeah. all for what yeah and there's a oh, i was gonna say there's an i cannot remember the transition of it so i won't say it but i won't let you tell us not to do that yeah, like, you see, but mm. we're in a manner. Yeah, I think Allah tells us to look after not just our bodies, but I think oh, you believe like or oh, mankind something about looking after yourselves or looking after yourself or looking mm. like you just have to do better. Like, yeah. what's all this riffraff rubbish? Stop that. <laughs> Stop that. Stop it. Um, yeah, but yeah, cherish yourself, twenty twenty two, baby. If if you're cherishing yes. yourself, DM me and let me know. Be like, Nims, I'm cherishing myself, and let's just do cherish yourself company, like. Pour in, yeah. pour love into yourself. Put all that energy in words. Treat yourself. Spend the money. Money cannot go to your grave. So it's spend true. It's true. It's definitely. It's, yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah, but yeah. Hope you have a great. Um, I don't know when it's gonna come out, but when it does come out, hope you have a great life. Year, week, day. Happy New Year. Because it'll come out probably third week of Jan. But oh, yeah. Live great lifestyles. Yeah. Live great lifestyles. And um, see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.